Wanted. Someone to go back in time and cover games news with us. This is not a joke. You'll get paid an exposure after we get back. We've only done this twice before. Journalism not guaranteed. The number is getting higher every time. Very clever. Soon, soon we'll be in the double digits. I'm Tectonic Improv. This is Journalism Not Guaranteed, the only gaming news podcast that covers future, past, present, future not included. I'm Tectonic, as I just said, and these are my co-hosts. Null Toxicity, ya boy. I'm Tabby Nickel, and I'm sorry in advance. Advanced SP. Like the Game Boy, yes. Like the Game Boy. I don't think that came out we this don't, week, though. We don't no, have any Game Boy Advance news. Don't don't get your hopes up. Uh, I I have a small anecdote to say about it that I lost it. At, I lost my Game Boy SP with a copy of uh, Leaf Green and a shiny Bulbasaur when I was um like eight in an airport, and I'll never forgive myself. A lot of kids forgot their shit in airports. I'm, yeah, that makes me glad I never went to one until like. Well, actually, I lost a T-shirt at a airport like two years ago, and I was I was re- I'm really pissed about that because I love that shirt. Um, when when I was in sixth grade, I actually found a copy of Pokemon Emerald in the gymnasium, and I was like, "Hey, cool, Pokemon Emerald." It's very that's very null core of you to just find a copy of Pokemon Emerald in the gymnasium. Isn't like. Isn't like a isn't there like a video game that's like literally worth its weight in gold? Is it Pokemon Emerald? Because I know that game's expensive. Yeah, is it expensive? Like like super expensive? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a Pokemon game. Okay, it's Emerald. Is it more than like sixty dollars? Uh, it might be. I Heart Gold and Soul Silver are like over a hundred bucks for for like a boxed copy. What the fuck? I know it's crazy. Oh, for I, for boxed. Okay, no, that's irrelevant. Yeah, boxed like Game Boy games are actually like kind of really hard to come well, by. Harkon's Soul Silver's DS, but yeah, C- CIB handheld game collectors. I'm sorry that you have that disease in your brain. I don't. <laughs> it's for like Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I agree because the car because like they were those fucking things were begging to be thrown away, and they were. The only uh, same with Super Nintendo and. Basically, you know, jewel cases. I hate jewel cases, but at least, big at least box, they weren't cardboard. Big box PC game cases, like uh, oh, I missed. Yeah, those, those are hype. Yeah, they're they're hype, but they also got thrown away. Yeah, I bought a um Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories Game Boy Advance box and manual for like ten bucks from someone. Nice. So now I have that. They're maybe. not that expensive. Yeah, well, honestly, for a lot of them. Surprisingly, I mean Pokemon. So what's what's good in the news today, boys? <laughs> the news, right? We're 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 a gaming news podcast. Sometimes I forget. <laughs> Silly me. Uh, I'll start. I'll start with some news. I'll start. Let's start with uh. Let's start with some cool news, cause um, cause Red Candle Games, the uh, the developers behind uh, Detention and Devotion. If you don't know what Devotion is, it was the survival horror game that that got like taken off Steam. Uh, maybe uh, like over a year ago, right? Uh, it's it's that game you heard about that got delisted off stores for making fun of uh, Xi Jinping, the uh, the prime minister of China, I think, right? I thought yeah. that was detention. No, detention, detention was the game, game before. Was gotcha. their first okay. game? Devotion was the one that was the one that got taken off Steam. Uh, gotcha. But they set up. Uh, 
they set up their own storefront after uh, after Gog took <laughs> announced that they were gonna sell it, and then like two minutes later, we're like, uh, actually, Angry Gamers didn't want us to. Uh, you can buy it now, sort of. Um, this is cool news and all. Uh, I tried buying it, and uh, my card thought it was fraud. So <laughs> I haven't gotten around to buying it yet. And they actually posted a Twitter update uh, just like earlier today, like uh, talking about this issue, saying that they can't really do anything about it for now. But you know, they're working towards it. That it's good. So um, call your bank, I guess, if you have that problem. I didn't even have to call my bank. I just got like a. Because I tried buying it, it flagged it as fraud, and then yeah. I just said, "No, I'm trying to purchase this, and it let me go through the next time, like five minutes I, uh, after." I had I that happen that to me with I had that happen to me with Mojang back in the day, like when you yeah, were, like back before, like when it was like first first releasing, like like beta or whatever, and I was like trying to buy it with with my uh, uncle's like debit card, and they're like, "No, this is totally fraud." I'm like, "No, I just want to play Minecraft, please." Yeah, it's. It, I I think it's because it's it's from like a foreign, uh, hosting server or something. So that probably flags it for for whatever reason. Yeah, Same that with that Mojang. also. Yeah, that that also happened to me with uh with Newegg. Funny enough, and I called my bank about it. I'm like, hey, I'm just like trying to order like some computer parts, and they're like, no, that website is suspicious. We will not allow it. I'm like, what do I pay you guys for? What is happening? Yeah, I I had that too when uh when I bought my computer parts way back in the day. I actually, it was partly from Newegg, so maybe that was maybe I had the same thing you did. Uh, yeah, I just had to call them to have the the purchase clear through. Funnily enough, when I bought the OLED, I didn't have to call my bank, even though that was a very expensive purchase. Well, it was an OLED. It wasn't computer parts. You can't make like a bomb with a computer. Or, I mean, with the TV. I, I don't well, even they, think it's like they don't them flag it for like terrorism. They flag it because <laughs> they think that someone stole your card. Yeah, apparently a lot of people will just like steal credit cards and like buy computer parts with it. Yeah, because you make crypto way. mining rigs. Well, the um, the the play the play with uh with fleecing cards is your is what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to make a bunch of smaller purchases first to make sure that the bank doesn't like catch you and then you make a big purchase. Uh, I would know that literally happened to me. <laughs> uh, but uh, all right, whatever. Uh, anyone else got any other uh, got any news they want to talk about? Uh, even if I, I would recommend, if you can right now, support this game while it's oh, available. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone should buy it, buy this game, me included. When I sort up the bank thing, uh, I I haven't played through either of them yet. Uh, I watched people playing Detention. And like I released like the first couple hours of it, and that the game seems very, very, very good. Like probably one of the better horror games to have come out in the past five years. How many like Taiwanese game developers do we even have? Not a, just... not a lot. It's cool that we're seeing a bunch of like a bunch of developers from countries that we haven't really haven't really seen much of mm-hmm. uh, up until now. Like I know that that there was like this game that was at a Nintendo Direct. A little while ago that was like made in India or something. It's like, oh, you don't really hear about that often. It's cool. And there's a PlayStation is doing that initiative with a bunch of like Chinese indie devs to get games yeah. on their platforms and that Black Myth Wukong game too. Yeah, we don't see a lot of games out of China that aren't like Genshin Impact. 
you want to talk about Genshin? Wait, do you have Genshin Impact news? I don't have. Genshin. I don't think news. we have. That yeah, was last that was week. Last week although... Right. Okay. I thought that was a clever segue. No. No. Uh, but speaking of segues, what do you got right now, Tabby? Um. So, well, speaking of segues and PlayStation, um, uh, segues are always ruined by mentioning that they're segues. (laughs) Yeah, that's the point. Um, So, Super Bomberman R Online is coming to like everything now. It's not just a Stadia exclusive, um, which is what everybody wanted because it's a Bomberman Battle Royale game, which conceptually seems like a lot of fun. Like I like Tetris ninety nine. This is feels like a the next step in that sort of game. So it's a battle royale. It is I I thought it was just um the Switch game with uh with online, but I think the Switch game already had online. Uh, as far as I'm aware, it's a battle royale. Where it's it's like it's like Tetris ninety nine, uh, kind of. In this case, you're playing like four player games or whatever. I think that's the size. And then when you when you're so the last one Bomberman? standing, yeah, it's Bomberman. But but when you but when you What's win battle your battle royale about that, this has getting, always been I'm, Bomberman. I'm getting to that. <laughs> do you, I'm getting do you get to on, that. Do you get on the bomber bus? No. <laughs> All right, boys. What board are we <laughs> dropping? Uh, no. So when you win, your, I'm assuming this is how it works. Like when you win yours, you go then to the next four survivors, and you all fight each other, and then this last one standing wins. Um, it's neat. I'm gonna try it. Uh, especially because it'll be on Steam, and I think it has crossplay. Um, but the more important thing about all of this is I get to make fun of Stadia while talking about this. So, um, stop, stop! He's never, already dead. Never. Uh, Imran Khan uh, had an interview with the Stadia people when this first came out, which was like six or eight months ago, I think. Um, maybe even a year. It could have been. I no idea. And this is the exact quote. Uh, A Stadia rep once looked me dead in the eye and said that this game is only possible on Stadia because of the way engineering worked and uh, and it could not ever, on a fundamental level, come out elsewhere. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's that's pretty brutal. Then Rami Ismali showed up in the replies to that. Isn't that Rami Ishmael? Is that how I'm bad with words? I think what? so, because Rami Ishmael, I I know he's like he's like a Stadia guy, right? Yeah, or yeah, he's, he's a he, he's a he's a pretentious game dev, a Stadian, um, if you will. So, uh, he tried to pitch a game to Stadia that would have been something Stadia could only do. It's supposed to be this like large MMO type thing that would have worked on their servers. I don't. He didn't go into details. Oh, two um, worlds. Yeah, two worlds too. Um. And Google said Stadia couldn't do that. <sighs> Fucking Stadia. Stadia. Man. I hey, just aren't, thought that aren't was they me. hosting? Aren't they hosting like a like a Stadia Games Jam like competition right now where there's no I didn't, prizes I, not and that I know nobody of. is being paid? They. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised since they fired all the development teams. They need people to do game jams to make <laughs> exclusives for them, though. Yeah. yeah, I saw. I saw tweets like that. I just didn't put them in here because I just. But since you mentioned Stadia, I wanted to mention it and ask if you saw it. I know. I know Microsoft's doing something like that. But let's talk about. Um, let's let's talk about how you can buy Jade's game in four years. Uh, okay, so uh, Jade Raymond. 
she uh, she was one of the figureheads for the uh, Assassin's Creed series, and she was also heavily involved in the Watch Dogs. Uh, uh, what Tabby's referencing is there was this meme back in the day when Assassin's Creed came out. She was heavily involved in the marketing uh, to to buy Jade's game because this Assassin's Creed was her game. Well, she was stuck in the stadium mines for a while, oh, no. and before that, I believe she was it. She, where was she, she before? She was she in stuck. Ubisoft? She was in Ubisoft before that, and she okay. wasn't. Or at least I think she wasn't stuck in the stadium mines. She willingly went to the she stadium mines into the stadium mines. And, and then came got out with trapped nothing. in. And, got, yeah. and, and came out with a closed-down game studio. In, in any case, uh, she formed. she's forming a new studio called Haven. It's going uh, it's, it's going to be involved uh, heavily with PlayStation. Um, obviously, this is... This is, like, almost... I, if it wasn't Jade Raymond, I probably wouldn't have even, like, had this uh, a blip on the radar. Because this is literally non-news. It's, it's just... It's just another one of those... It's like, oh, game developers, you know, are making a studio. We have literally nothing else to announce because we just, <laughs> we just fucking put on the concrete or whatever the fucking, whatever the turn of phrase is. Damn, saw, are you Microsoft buying Bethesda? At least I Bethesda s- are making games right now that we know about. Not that, not to say that this sucks or anything. Like this is fine. This is you know, it's cool that Jade Raymond is getting like another chance to do something. Yeah, for sure. It's it's different when it's like company like consuming another company because then there's like speculation to be had but when it's just like yeah no a bunch of like alumni from this studio are forming another studio and it's like cool i'm happy for you uh i saw a lot of like like twitter nerds uh in the comments of this like release uh shitting on I forget which journalist like tweeted about this but they were like shitting on him for the headline and they're like why are you referring to her as the Stadia dev or as a Stadia dev? And I'm like, because she was one. What do you like? Shut up. <laughs> what is your problem? I'll I'll say um, like the 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 game devs announced they're making a studio thing. Like generally is not news, but I was glad to hear it a couple like maybe a couple months ago or a month ago when um talking about Akira Yamaoka. Is that, that is that the or is that all the Sony Japan people who left because their studio got closed down? No, Kiriyama Oko is the Silent Hill composer. Yeah, you know it's like I think last month or something. It's like yeah, he's forming a new studio. Yeah, he's totally forming he, working on Silent Hill. No, he's forming that with the Silent Hill guy and the other Sony Japan people. Oh well, that's good. At least I, as far as I'm aware, that they're all like the the Gravity Rush Silent Hill one guy. Um, the I don't know the other people who are there just off the top of my head, but the the like the like three head guys from Sony Japan are uh, leaving to make their own studio because Sony fucked them over. Yeah, fucking fucking Rift Japan Studio. Hardly knew ye. Speaking of Sony, um, this is like also non news, but um, Sony is just like removing a bunch of like small functionalities from their like uh from from their consoles recently um last week we were talking about how like they're going to like stop like supporting like movies and TV rentals and stuff like that and uh, uh this week they've also just removed or mentioned that they're going to remove the community tab from PS4 which 
I, I've never used this. I don't know anyone who was interested in the PlayStation 4 community tab. But uh, it's interesting that they are, like, doing, like, house cleaning on their consoles. Tab, you did not use the community tab. I did. I used it for Destiny rating because this was pre-Discord. Sickening. <laughs> Playing Destiny. Can you imagine? Yeah, oh, I, well, I, I played like 300 hours of the game. I went, wow, this sucks, and then I stopped playing it. I, I played a lot of Destiny and also made like a good amount of like Alaskan friends playing Destiny. Why Alaskan? I, I don't know. <laughs> they were just Alaskan. I don't know like yeah. why. Uh, hell yeah. Well, I... I, I... Uh, that's good. Honestly, uh, the fucking DualShock, DualShock, the PlayStation 4 home menu is bloated as fuck with stuff that isn't games and it bugs me. Uh, is the, uh, the PS5, like, quarantining the non-game stuff into its own category is nice, too. Uh, even the PS5 UI has its issues. I'm but sure it like, does. like, I've, I, I, I have... Th- not literally, but essentially thrown my PS4 away because it is a worthless piece of plastic now. You you have to remember that, like, basically from, like, days out, and by that I mean uh, uh, P- PS2, uh, like, Sony has always been, like, the home media experience. So mm-hmm. yeah. it, that's that's always been, like, part of their identity, and I don't yeah, think this that's going to go thing. away. Uh, like, half the reason we got a PS2 was because it was a DVD player. Yeah, no, they were geniuses. Half the reason I got a PS3 was because it was a Blu-ray player. Yeah, exactly. So, so Sony's got that mark. Sony's got that niche very well, very well uh, established. And what's next, Red Ray? <laughs> I was looking at it. the um, The PS5 is still the cheapest 4K Blu-ray player. That's like good quality. Uh, is it? Is it like good? Good? Yeah, uh, from what I can tell, it's like it's. I think Xbox the Xbox Sex is the highest. That yeah, I, I hear I hear. But that then it, I think the PS5 better. is like below it. But it's it's five hundred or six six hundred dollars, whatever. Instead of like uh, four ninety nine, actually, I would know. I just bought one. Instead of like I, I, another DVD player of that quality is like two K, so it's cheaper. Damn! Tell me, I'm playing two K. NBA um, 2K, FIFA. We'll talk about I've the got... FIFA news, Tabby. <laughs> What's the FIFA news? Oh, oh I did... the FIFA news. I So I actually didn't look into this a whole lot. I just sort of like skimmed everything. It was uh, the, it's like one of the only follow-ups we have. What do you mean you didn't look into this? Yeah, this, this? is our first follow-up, Tabby. You're yeah, blowing well, it right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, my oh, God. Oh, God. God. Oh, fuck. I'm so, so, viewers, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry for Tabby. We're, we're kicking her off. We're, we're going to have a contest. Fuck it. We're bringing Jim on. Okay. Forget this. <laughs> we're bringing Jim on? No. So uh, it's literally what I thought when I skimmed it. So thank you for making me read it right now again. Um, it's EA is um, cracking down on the employees that were selling uh, FIFA teams and stuff. And then also on the accounts that were had bought um, the, the $1,000 JPEGs uh, and are... Uh, they're like fully banning those accounts. They're firing those employees. I think they might even be going into um, uh, legal action against the people who were selling them because it was technically like using company property and all that. Uh, 
yeah, it's um, it's very funny. I'm gonna laugh when uh, my friend who's really into FIFA tells me, "Man, all these FIFA YouTubers are really bad because their accounts got banned." <laughs> Is this like that CS:GO Lotto shit, but instead of uh, some third-party website, it's it's uh, it's first-party. It's, it's for, yeah. yeah, first party. They, they yes, just got the straight yeah. dope. Did I? Did we make that reference last time? I don't think we did. No, surprisingly, no, no. We'll make it now. One, we'll... Yeah. yeah. So yeah, two, two, two K gate is is practically closed now, right? No. <laughs> no. No. You still be still be mad about two K? That game is. Oh no like, no yeah. I mean I'm I'm just saying. I don't have like, enough energy to be mad at two K. I mean it's FIFA. It's not actually two K, right? Isn't no. that all? Is not only what they call the the basketball games. Yeah, but but it's I I I just associate everything, even though it's not. But like most of the sports <laughs> games are run by Take Two, and when I think Take Two, I think Two K. It is just fun to call them all Two K. I'm not gonna lie. It is fun. Get owned sports games, nerds. Um, yeah, I've got another small thing that I want to like talk about. Uh, literally nobody all cares about this, but. Small <laughs> Blight Fairy Tale Episode 2 trailer uh, came out, and um, that is a game made by one man uh, with the studio being called Neko Works. Uh, yeah, they're like these tiny, like, Final Fantasy VII-esque, like, vignette RPGs. They take, like, three hours to play through. Uh, and they're, like, nice and cute and whatever. Uh, oh, I like yeah. this. The uh the first game I actually played it recently and I was like oh this is you know this is nice for like a little this indie is a JRPG thing. yeah for sure played this and, uh, <laughs> yeah I played a little bit but uh, yeah it was it was, it was, it was fun and uh, the second one is coming out in quarter one of 2021 which means it's coming out very soon uh, so you know if you're interested in in a tiny lighthearted uh final fantasy 7-esque jrpg that uh is developed by an indie studio you could probably check that out it's like six weeks it's got to come out yeah i'm into this kind of looks like the world of final fantasy games yeah i was watching null play it actually and it looked that's what it reminded me of but in fact that's made by one guy is pretty cool you know, it, I I know I I can't help myself. I, whenever I hear stuff like that, I'm like, "Well, shit, that just makes it that just makes it good." Yeah, I mean, we we support indies. Good. We support indies here, so. Mm. Yeah, but it's also kind of a it's kind of a shallow thought to <laughs> just be like, "Oh, it's made by one guy. That means that he did everything. That means he's he's they they are the best. They are the greatest. They can do no wrong." Uh, it gives it a sort of legendary status. I'm you know, restraining of, of, myself right now. I'm just letting you know. Of the auteur. Everyone loves the story of the auteur. We're getting it three episodes in a row, I think. Indie Game the Movie. Exactly. That's why Indie Game the Movie is so exciting. That's why we need to just do a commentary for that, for Done. that movie. Bet. Because you don't like that movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll run it on the page. Just no, no we'll I don't think you've seen it. I have not. And I like that movie. Maybe we can bring Gumshoe on because I know he hates that movie. So yeah, friend, the, friend of the show. Have all Gumshoe. walks of life. But uh, all right. Regardless, um, all right. I, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the wheel for a bit. And I want to talk. I want to talk about. <laughs> I want to talk about Bioshock. What's new with Bioshock? <laughs> so, 
Uh, Shannon Woodward, uh, the actress of uh, uh, Dina, right? That's her name from The Last of Us 2. Um, she was on a podcast recently. And I don't... I don't, I don't know how big of a story this is, but like, <laughs> it's funny at least. It's it, it's very a fu- funny. It, I just want it to be clear that I'm not making fun of her. I, I'm not like trying to bully her or anything, but I do just, this little anecdote is really funny to me personally. Uh, she was on a podcast talking about, you know, like the Bioshock games or whatever. And she, she put she came up with this idea for a new Bioshock game. So, like, how Bioshock takes place uh, under the sea uh, and how Infinite takes place in the sky, she was like, space would be dope. I love space in video games. I think that would be, like, she was like, that would be an awesome location for a Bioshock game. And all I want to say is Dina, or uh, Shannon, Miss Woodward, just play System Shock 2. Just play it. Uh, It's a great game. I think you'll like it. It's uh, it's like Bioshock, but in space. That's uh, all I have to say. You should also say that to uh, Dalton Cooper, because he doesn't reference System Shock in the entire article. He does. Nope. Yeah, he doesn't. Does he? He does not. I I, I just read this, That's, and uh, he even's like, yeah, space would be a good idea. Just play System Shock too. Just want to say that it, but... I, I'm sourcing GameRant.com, which I don't want to call a rag, but I kind of just did, didn't I? <laughs> Um. Yeah. Don't. They'll never come on our podcast. It's okay. It, uh, just a just a funny just just a funny little just a funny little thing. Uh, Shannon Woodward, if you're interested, please come on the podcast. We can we can talk about System Shock Two or whatever. We can talk about The Last of Us Two, I guess. Have any of us played The Last of Us Two? Teddy no. has. Oh no. <laughs> I no, just watched no. other people play it like three times. Maybe we shouldn't have someone on the podcast to talk about The Last of Us Two then, because no, I, we should I, I see will. how long we can go without uh, <laughs> without her realizing we never played the game. So, That's the uh, grift. Your character—it's very like, you know, gay woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so like you we, play a we, woman in The Last know, of Us yeah. Two. Great job, by the way. <laughs> We know literally nothing about this, just, like, talking out our ass. Uh, what do you got, Tab? You got a lot of stuff, so I want to, like, get you in for a couple. Um, I'll, I'll do, I'll do some, some quick things, some quick things. Uh, Scarlet Nexus releases June 25th. I think that's another God Eater game, technically? I oh, think I know this game. I think it's the new Bandai Namco monster fighting, monster hunter-esque game. Not Code Vein 2. Not I Code Vein, this. not Code Vein, but I think, I, I'm, like, because spoilers for Code Vein, it's actually a uh, God Eater game. game. Yep. I think this is going to be the same thing. It seems very like, yeah, you would do that again. Well, um, I hope I hope all you Bamco heads are excited for the next uh, the next Code Vein or God God damn it God Eater. Yeah, Code Vein hit stamina action game. Shut stamina up. action game. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, what else you got, Tabby? So, um, EA Play is coming to PC Game Pass uh, as of today, I think, uh, the 18th. Awesome. Uh, so, if you have Game Pass and you're a game, uh, well, yeah, if you have a Game Pass now, um, you can now play EA games for the same sub fee. Um, 
I hear this is a good deal, Game Pass. This, I, I mean, realistically, yeah, it's a good deal. Um, you're you don't own anything, so like, it's gonna suck when the service either a dies or b becomes a hundred dollars a month. Um, that you'll just like be like, oh, I don't want it, and then you've lost out on those games. So like, it's definitely not a replacement for for buying games. Like, yeah, I like was... they think it is. I was on board with the whole Game Pass idea, but I thought it was kind of like PlayStation Plus, where as long as you had the game downloaded, you could just play it forever. But no, uh, but apparently you can't. That's no? games with gold. Right, yeah, but Game Pass has like a bazillion games. Game Pass does have so a bazillion that's the, games. That would be the appeal. Yeah. Welcome to this episode of Microsoft is terrible at naming things and... Uh... Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I've literally like talked to people who are like, yeah, I've bought like 10 years of game pass so that if they raise the price, I don't have to like worry about it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like just buy the video. Games. They put it on sale for like pennies. So, th- so that's fair. the thing is you could, you could have bought, um, uh, the like six month long subscription cards or something that came with six months of game pass for free. And they stacked on top of each other. So for, and it was, so people are like, well, I already have an Xbox. I'm going to keep having an Xbox for the next three years or whatever. I'm just going to buy all my years of Xbox live now and then have game pass the entire time. Game pass. So it is, it's, 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 it's a way to do it. And I like, I think up until recently, cause I don't know if it's still going on uh, because I pay the $15 a month. I get enough value out of it. Uh, you get um, it was like a dollar a month or something, which is which is dirt cheap. Uh, but yeah, every like every not every a lot of EA games are gonna be on there as well as new EA games. So this is definitely something for you you FIFA players. You can now save that sixty dollars and buy it on loot boxes. Yeah, or sp- oh my god, that's si- that's what? genius. I didn't even think of that until that is that is genius for EA. To just put the FIFA games on there. Oh yeah, that's fucked up, right? And they, they, they and they make more money from the loot box transactions than they do game sales. You do the you, you imagine buying cosmetics for a game that you literally don't own. Well, it's not even cosmetics, right? Like with FIFA, no, it's, it's like it's, or players it, rather. It's in-game players. They have stats. They're it's 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 buying guns for don't, for Call of Duty. Don't don't kid yourself. This is pay to win. <laughs> This is this is literally like the mobile pay to win like uh model where it's like yeah game is free now but also like if you want to win here's $100 if you want the golden beckham a lot of big game execs have that that's their ideology that's how you make money release the thing for free but then you get you get whales to buy it on microtransactions that's isn't the whole whales trend like kind of dying though no i remember hearing about this a while ago well they that whales they aren't ha- responsible for a majority of, of they had a different term anymore. that they were using what what most people would call whales they were ca- they were calling like white whales or like something like that where it was people who were spending like when i think of a whale it's someone who's like oh i spent three thousand dollars on an undersea impact. mammal that uh that breathes air but sure. uh it's someone. It's someone who spent like three thousand dollars on Genshin Impact when it's been out for six months. I mean, um, like with with the like oh, proliferation frame. of these like 
games with like pay to win or like pay to play like models like it it doesn't surprise me that the like whale ecosystem is like spread more and more thin as like more because they they branch out like you know it when this thing was like starting this this whole like you know we have a free game but you can pay for like all these nice things you can pay to like progress or whatever like everybody was kind of crammed in the same little pond you know and now it's kind of like spreading uh across like a bunch of different games so i i totally would not be surprised if more of the money made was from like average joe like players who are just like dropping like you know 20 bucks a paycheck or whatever onto onto a game well i also feel like um i feel like what the games have become over the past year or two years like outside of sports games which have had this for a lot longer since like because i feel like all the original stuff that were like that were mobile games or like web browser like facebook games that was where you had those people who where was those freemium games yeah but now, now it's every have, game what now it's every game now it's every game <laughs> and awesome. i hate video games now thanks yeah. <sighs> what else you got tabby um uh final fantasy 7 uh remake uh we were talking about it last week the uh nomura was uh, uh interviewed about the ff7r and then as well as first soldier and ever crisis the three things they announced last week um they are cowards um because of uh sonon uh kuzakabe the new character is not playable in the tifa dlc which is bullshit he looks fun uh, You're stuck as playing well, Tifa the entire time. I'm pretty sure. Yuffie, but uh, why? I, hold on, hold on. I my brain just does that. I'm gonna be real. I don't know why it's literally been like that since I played Final Fantasy VII when <laughs> I was like nine years old. I've just had those characters' names. It, they both have black hair. True. Why? I don't know. I I think he goes into it saying that like we're not doing any more DLC for this game. The next thing we're working on for FF7R is Disc Two. Um, disc Two. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. But like, so he, I guess he just like would be an assist character, or is he just AI he's, controlled? He's AI controlled, but you use him for combo attacks. So, so there's like, t- there's if times he has where- attacks. Why can't you control them? That's a great question, and I literally think it's we just didn't have time, and we need to put this out because uh, Sony we paid us. To. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, like realistically, I like the Tifa DLC, like. I could, I could Yuffie. give it. I could, I could give it or take it. Did I say Tifa? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> the did. Brain spider. Uh, and um, I know you two really want a Tifa DLC, but it's Yuffie's listen, turn. Okay, I want Tifa to come out of the real uh, three honest, burner. Uh, honestly, I would care way more about like them actually finishing Final Fantasy VII than I care about any like tiny little story DLC. Like, it's nice that they did it, but like, I don't really expect much from from the from the Yuffie DLC. Sure. They they said it's like a couple hours, so you know I'm not expecting a lot. Um, four. I, I haven't played it. It's four. No, I just said a number. Oh. Like the uh, like the soccer right. team thing. I just said a number, so you would, so, so you would stop thinking about it. Shut up. <laughs> uh, uh, is that they, all um, on the uh, interview, that, or did he say all, anything else? That's all on FF7R. Um, for first soldier, Nomura. Oh, he also says that uh sorry back to ff7r he is not the director this time around he is a producer role because he's got his hands in too many uh, in 
too many his hands and too many fingers is what I was about to say. Fingers and too many pies. Many pies. There you go. Um, That's interesting. It, who's the, do we know who's going to be directing part two? New is it guy. Be it's, uh, is that his? Uh, I can't find it in this article. I remember reading it somewhere. It's he worked as a co-director on the last game on FF7R. Oh, okay. uh, so, so this is his. He was. He knows like, the game. He yeah. knows the project team and all that. But this is going to be. This is his first time. Like he was. He started out as like a um, uh, a weapons animator on FF12. Oh wow, FF12, so, huh? It's pretty old. It, it, yes, it's very. So that's on that first soldier. Uh, Nomura just admits that yeah, we're making a battle royale because it's popular. Um, yeah, stuff stuff we already knew. Stuff we already knew. Uh, it does have a job system apparently. Don't know how that's really gonna work. Um, and they're gonna be doing a beta for it. Uh, Ever Crisis is the thing I'm probably most excited for that they've been releasing. Uh, they said that they're looking into putting it onto consoles and Steam. And so it's uh, it's it's that freemium model, right? Yeah. So it's 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 going to be entirely free to play. Um, but you get different weapons out of the the loot boxes from it. It's tainted. It's a tainted it, game. Is it, what it, you're it is tainted. However, just play the original Final Fantasy. But 7, you can please. you can play through um, Spirits Within now in a video game. The Advent Children, not Spirits Within. You, you did this in the first episode too. I, do, I think I, I I will do it all the time. I'm just gonna be honest. Um, I have brain. Speaking, I have brain worms. Speaking of Square Enix, there was a, a Squeenix uh, conference today. What what did they call it? Like. Square Enix going forward 2021 or some shit. Tabby. We're going to waste your time um, for 40 oh, minutes. Square That's... Enix presents. It was, it was Square Enix presents spring 2021. I'm begging. I'm begging and pleading Tabby. Let's do this. Yeah. No, just kind of like go through like what happened. Uh, if you have anything to say, we say it, you know. This was my like immediate brain thoughts while I was so don't worry we'll go quick um they showed off Outriders I didn't actually know any of the lore of that game I just knew it was a schluter looks neat I, it's by people who can fly they make good games I'll play it yeah I'll play it uh, as well yeah I won't it's fair um Laura Croft who cares Fortnite um, in Fortnite she uh, just wiped out Tomato Town also they're uh, releasing um with with uh with, with Laura Croft they are uh they're releasing the uh, the new Lara Croft trilogy, like in like one place. I don't remember exactly how they're doing that, but they are doing that. The most mid game trilogy of all G- time. games that you get for free with your graphics yeah. card new, for two hundred. New, new Lara Croft, like spelled with like N U. But anyway, and they continue. they call it that. They say that multiple <laughs> times in the presentation. It's very funny. Uh, yeah, Nate just finished playing through all the Tomb Raider games, and he was just like fuck dude i just um he just immediately went to go play uncharted if that uh if that tells you anything about how what he thought of those games sounds about (laughs) right um so they're 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 making a bunch of mobile games doesn't really matter the only one that i want to like briefly touch on is there's a hitman mobile game that's being made um i thought io interactive owned the hitman license because they're self-publishing three uh i think it's I, I actually don't know. I I, th- I thought so too. I thought IO owned it. I thought they bought it back. But then Square Enix is still making like Square Enix. It's not IO is making it. It's Square Enix with with Team Hitman Sniper is making the Hitman Sniper mobile game. 
maybe there's like some weird rights kerfuffle with yeah. the mobile with mobile versions or something or maybe iOS letting them use this or it's like a grandfathered in project prop it's it's something like that i was just a little confused on it uh all the other mobile games don't matter um toho spell bubble is getting dlc i'm so fucking excited that game is great that is a fantastic video game i didn't know that was a screening game uh i didn't either i didn't <laughs> i think it's like they published it probably um because i think taito made it maybe i don't know um i didn't know square enix that game's great uh you should play that game it is a it's spell bubble and well it's that's what it's it's bubble bobble and a rhythm game it's not bubble bubble no what is that what is the game that actually is i don't know it's good play it fuck you. marvel avengers uh nobody cares why'd they add two hawkeyes to the game yeah no hawkeye dlc uh they literally didn't they like just literally fuck their player base recently like, and they just fucked it again in this... So they made it more of a grind, and they just announced in this trailer with the Hawkeye DLC, they're increasing the level cap. So the grind's going to be even more now. Wakanda Forever DLC, though. Yeah, Black Panther couldn't care less. Um, Why is I, that, Tabby? Because it's Marvel's Avengers shit. True. Uh, um, yeah, what else we got? Uh, Balan Wonderland... Uh, I don't care. <laughs> uh, I, I, is it Wonderland or Wonder World? Did I say it's it? Wonder World. Ba- okay, Balan Wonderland um, is getting a big day one patch. Apparently. <laughs> okay, do like, okay. Tell me, like, are people excited for this game? Like, what no. is people what? were, and then the demo came out, and everybody's like, "This is terrible." Because I looked at it. Because this was kind of my first like exposure to, to Balan Wonderland, and I'm like Wonderworld, and I was like, "What the f- like? Do people want this?" <laughs> well, people people thought it was going to be Knights, yeah, because it it's the Knights nice. guy who's making it. The Knights guy, fucking Yuji Naka. I don't. I'm bad with names. Tech. I barely the, remember the yours. Sonic. He made Sonic. And yes, like, and so- Billy Hatcher. Oh well, I have to remember Billy Hatcher and the giant egg. Yeah, actually, I hear this actually a little more like Billy Hatcher than anything. And Billy Hatcher, uh, mid. That was a game. It's mid. <laughs> um, and then there's uh, there's some big news coming up with with the Squeenix conflicts. Wait, was the anime Phantom Prom Night guy doing this presentation? Uh, he was doing the Balan Wonderland trailer. Wonderworld. Balan Wonder World Land. Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> Disney World. I saw a comment on this per- conference, and it, and somebody was like, "Hey, does this conference remind anyone of Persona?" <laughs> I'm getting some Boss Baby vibes from this conference. <laughs> um, <laughs> Life is strange. Uh, the power of emotion. Uh, no, it's. I don't remember what the subtitles actually. Yeah, called. what's it actually? It's like um, it, it's like the color of money, right? Well, no, so it's, the, so called the whole, true, it's called true colors. Shut up. True Thank colors. You. There we go. Um, the I'm the closer. core. It's it's a Life is Strange game. You already know what you're getting into. It's a uh, a, a teenage girl who's has some alt tendencies who lives in the Pacific Northwest, going through some life shit, but also has conspicuous superpowers. Except for the second one, which was about. We know what the second one was about. We don't need to talk about it. Uh, they they like they were talked about the game and some 
artist who I have no idea who it is was like, yeah, I'm doing the singing voice because the main character plays acoustic guitar. Um, you don't know the names? Maybe I know them. I don't. You, maybe it's I don't know. But the 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 biggest thing on this, which I didn't realize, is that it is being made by Deck Nine. It's not being made by Don't Nod. What has Deck Nine done? Not a lot. Um, they, but it's more importantly, it's not Don't Nod, which means that I think they're focusing more. Because I was like, oh, Don't Nod's been putting out a lot. They did Tell Me Why, um, like last year. That that was their like Life is Strange equivalent thing that they did, because that's all they make. Um, but when they showed Dove Deck Nine, I was very which means there's potential that it fixes the issues that Don't Not has had with the series previously. Um, I also found it very funny that they only showed a one licensed song in the video, and it was her playing Creep on acoustic guitar. <laughs> I'm sure Radiohead loved that one. Yeah, because uh, they got paid for it. Is having an acoustic guitar in your video game like a gimmick? Can I, can yes. I call it that? Yes, you can absolutely call it a gimmick. It's not even just like a, it's not even like a game thing. It's no, a gimmick, it's just though. like your character it's has getting like, hot right now, though, right? Because that's something we know that's in Last of Us too. Yeah, it's well, a guitar. Like, okay, so I think the only reason they included this, this is my journalism not guaranteed speculation segment. Um, I, I think that they literally did that because they're like, so guys. I know the uh, other Life is Strange games weren't mo-capped, but ours is. And they're like, let's do some mo-cap stuff. Because <laughs> they were, like, really focusing in. Uh, yeah. Listen, okay, like, in this trailer, there were, like, four different characters, like, winking at the camera. And I'm like, okay, they're, like, really excited to be able to do this. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's whatever. It's Life is Strange. You're either going to like the game or you're not. That's kind of just how these games go. You're either gonna um, hate the game or you're gonna love when Bro Team streams it. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's an empath. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm. I need to play through Life is Strange two at some point. I've only played the first one. Yeah, and it was all no. right. It was fine. I'll um, go. I'll go through all of them uh, with oh, you on my channel. Oh, maybe. maybe yeah, I'm maybe down. like a maybe like a marathon type thing. Yeah, I'm down for do it all in a single day. Um. Okay, Forspoken. Uh, uh, yeah, Project Athea. Uh, like, the God, name. what a fucking terrible name. Okay, Project Forskin. Athea, I think, is a better name than Forspoken. Yes. Um, that's the Project Triangle Strategy podcast. <laughs> so, uh, what, one thing, they showed off more game. We know nothing about it still besides dragons and movement. Yeah, um, no, but it like looks like cool though. Like like it looks like the movement looks really fluid. The game looks fucking beautiful. Like it's it's the opposite of that game we were talking about from the uh Hyperlight Drifter guys. Yeah, no, no, it looks where you're it moving looks very around good. fighting enemies, except there's like no hit stun, so it feels great. Also, uh the character just being like, Is that a muff fucking dragon? <laughs> yeah, that was kinda of, it, it wasn't like a we very kind of suicide squad. <laughs> yeah. Very uh, good. I, I, I liked it. It wasn't like pronounced when they said it, like how they did it. It sounded like a person just going, "Is that a fucking dragon?" <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Oh, all right, that's a good is way it to is? cast your no. new voice actor." Uh, I like the character. 
I like the character design. I saw some like screenshots that were like PR posted uh, by the company who is working on this. Who is the company who's who's working on this? By the way, uh, it's uh, Crystal Dynamics, who is the FF15 guys. Great. Ooh, Crystal Dynamics are the Tomb Raider guys. Are they? Yeah, they're making the Avengers game. It's Crystal oh, just... something. It's Crystal Sun. It's the FF. It's the FF15 team is making the game. Maybe Crystal Dynamics is working on it. Yeah. Maybe Crystal Dynamics is working on it because of the um, like dealing with the Western half of the of it because it's an English person as the main character. Isn't it using the Crystal Engine or something? Yeah. The, so they're probably I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, I saw some PR screenshots that got posted after this, and like, like some of the like like motion effects and shit like look really cool. Like, I'm very excited for this game as just a like oh wow cool colors thing and so so let, let me get this straight project athea is forespoken yes we need to talk <laughs> about naming games so they also accidentally leaked some information um in the in the original uh description of the trailer where um uh they call it witch in all caps which was the same name as the tech demo that Square Enix made uh, for the the Crystal Engine or the FF15 Engine is what it ended yeah. up being. What was that? So Back there's going like to be some stuff that it used. That what was that? Was that 2015 or 2012? I yeah. can't remember. 20, I think somewhere around then. Um, it's entirely possible that it had something to do with that tech demo, um, or it's entirely possible that that's just like held over from the Crystal Engine stuff anyway. And it was yeah. like in their docs. So, you know, I, I wouldn't put too much, like, too much, uh, uh, I, w- I wouldn't put too much stock in that, like, little reveal, I guess. But but it's it's something to think about. Yeah. Buy all the stock. Buy all the stock. No, <laughs> Buy now. Pump no. it. Pump it. Pump it up. Pump up that witch stock. Um. Yes. No. Honestly, I agree, though, Tech. We need to talk about naming your games. Uh. <laughs> I, I, these like one name words, these, these like one word games that have like five syllables and they're like just some word that doesn't really like actually it doesn't tell mean you what's going to on. Me. It just doesn't, it doesn't fire any neurons or anything like avowed, forespoken, <laughs> returnal, scorn. scorn. Scorn's a little different. <laughs> the only the only one the only game I'm just like thinking of every game that has that um is uh Dishonored, I think is the only title that like works with what the game is. Uh yeah, that one's fine. I don't know. Something about like the my big three are Forspoken, Returnal, and Avowed. Those are like the big three that I'm just like, well, what those are the, is those this? are the those are the three new ones that we know nothing They're- about any of those games. <laughs> There's we know like, plenty about Returnal. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we know we. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, this is a good time as ever to talk about this. Returnal got like a new but trailer. Wait, Tabby's not done with Square Enix. What? I'm not? Oh, never mind. It was just mobile games. Continue. No. <laughs> I was going to say, okay. So, yeah, Returnal uh, it got a new story trailer. Uh, I have to say, like, every time something new comes out about Returnal, I'm like, man, Returnal's looking pretty fucking spicy right now. Uh, there was a lot of like like gameplay type stuff shown where they're like dodging around and trying to like dodge like shmuppy attacks, kind of like a la 
near automata type but like it's it's just very fluid uh it looks interesting like boss baby Kind of like Boss hate, Baby. I hate that Near Automata is people's only example for shmups in current year. I'm gonna well, it's it's shmuppy in like well, a 3D game. It, it's shmuppy in a 3D space. Like what else is like that that I could use? Fury. Fury. Fury is, is kind of like that. Fury is like top down though, isn't it? No, well, it's top of... down and it's th- it's like a third person. It yeah, but this game them. is like fully 3D, and so is Near Automata. Okay, wait, that's not true. Actually, they're like 2D segments in Near. <laughs> Uh, well, well, uh, Housemark, uh, the people making Returnal are uh, are Housemark, and they're the devs behind. Um, I actually don't know a lot about Resogun, but I know a, a bit about Next Machina. Next Machina is a shmup, mm-hmm, so yeah. so yeah. Uh, not to say that developers can only make one game, one kind of game, but uh, I, I I'm not too surprised that there's shmup elements in fraternal well it's not i don't even think it's like shmup elements i think it like it seems pretty Just core to the straight gameplay up is yeah oh that's that's cool you know it's like a game it's like i i think when we first saw the reveal trailer for this game back at the ps5 showcase we were worried i, I was worried that it was just kind of like uh not like a it's just another one of those like sony sony first party ips that's just realistic looking people doing the order i I was worried it was going to be another order it's it's a it's another third person action survival game yeah where uh where you play as you play as a a, you play as a a character and they have a bow and they shoot stuff with their bow and they can stop time no that's what that's what marvel avengers is for actually yeah Actually, literally, that's what Outriders is, except it's like a co-op schmuck. Yes. Wait, Outriders... Is Outriders the Order? <laughs> no. No, the Order <laughs> is in the video game. Um, Out- Outriders has legitimate potential to feel good. I didn't play the beta because I didn't know about it until it was over, which sucked. Um, but as long as, like... If it feels like early Gears of War, I will probably play that, because early Gears of War is very good. Thanks, um, Cliffy B. Yeah. Very cool. I just like it. I think there's there's like a line you have to toe with schluters, uh, which is what this is. It's a co-op schluter. It's not Gears of War, but it's roguelike. Uh, yeah, but the the gameplay could still be could still be yeah. Gears of War. That's what I'm saying. No, I I mean yeah, it's got good people behind it. It's just like you can have good gameplay, but like fuck up the balancing and make a game really bad. Like uh, the division what the game. What was the game where you fly? And like Anthem, yeah, like Anthem. I don't. It, Anthem is a clusterfuck of a lot of things that other people have already articulated better than we can. We so. shan't speak ill of the dead. Oh yeah, it is. Just oh dead. no, I will speak ill of the dead. <laughs> you heard it here um, first. But yeah, no, Returnal. Uh, it looks cool. I would like to have four people who play Schluters in my friend group, but currently I only have Tabby. So, uh. You know, there's that. I'm not gonna fall into this hole. It's for the. Best. I have Fire Emblem games to play. Thank you. Shut up. All right, what you got, Tech? We haven't heard from you in a little bit. Yeah, uh, I actually don't have much left, but um, uh, I'll go over. I'll go over the small one, and then I'll finish it off with uh with the pretty, the pretty big one. Uh, so El Shaddai. Uh, Ascension of the Metatron. This was a PS3 like action game. Came out in like 2010 or something. It's uh, getting a PC port in April. Um, have either of you played El Shaddai? Negative. Okay. I don't think so. 
because uh, I haven't either. However, uh, I ha I have seen the Matthewmatosis meta micro videos video where he starts off with footage of El Shaddai, and I I'm watching him play this game, and I'm like, this game looks pretty fucking cool. And I looked it up, and uh, and now it's getting a PC port. Cool. I'm excited so, um, for your video on it on your channel, Tech. I'm not gonna make a video on it unless <laughs> I really like it. Uh, but you heard it here first. Tectonic Improv is making a video on El Shaddai on TectonicImprov.com. Yep. Uh, we'll put it right next to the Lord of the Rings video. I just think this is cool because uh, you know more more games that are uh, more games by Japanese developers getting on PC is it's always a good thing in my eyes. And uh, I don't. Uh, th I think this was a PS3 exclusive. Oh no, it was on it was on three sixty two. Okay, never mind. But but still, uh, uh, getting a PC port, it's good, and I'm happy for it. And it's on Gamebryo. That's that's the eighth generation, right? Uh, Xbox, PS three, seventh, seventh. Oh, seventh. I feel like seventh generation is like a fucking hole that games just get trapped in. It is. It's it's it like nobody is interested in like taking those games and putting them elsewhere and it's like ah uh, please MGS seventh 4, generation you. has ruined a whole generation of games yes. Se seventh seventh generation was almost responsible for the second video game crash okay that would have been cool though because like for a collector you can like buy a bunch of stuff right no i think that was more the the global recession than video games' fault no it's video games' fault it's it's video games as fault. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's it's the fact that PS3 had no games that caused it to crash. <laughs> it didn't cause like video games to crash. It caused the economy to crash. The 2008 everyone bought, everyone housing crisis. The PS3s, they were flying off the shelves and and then they were just like, "Wait a minute. Wait a minute, there are no games on this thing." And all of a sudden, <laughs> banks started wanting wanting their loans on their houses back. People couldn't afford them anymore cuz they bought PS3s. It was it was a disaster, and they couldn't even... Metal Gear Solid 4 wasn't out yet, so there was nothing to play. And then, like, <laughs> Linkin Park wrote that song about it. It goes, like, one thing I don't know why, there's no games to buy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said you wanted to say your, your big thing as well, Tech? Yeah, all right. So, um, Dark Alliance. Uh, Dark Alliance was... This is your big thing? Kinda, yeah. Not uh, the other one that you still have? What... Oh yeah, I completely forgot about I completely forgot about the GTA thing. Uh, we, we can get to that even later. Uh, I care more about Dark Alliance than GTA. I'm not gonna lie. I just thought the story was funny. Um, what, what can I say? I I, I like D and D. I'm into. I, I used to play uh, a lot every Sunday before um, the 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 thing happened and the world ended and now well, I don't what play it, anymore. What is Dark Alliance in this video game sense, not in the sense of the Forgotten Realms? So Dark Alliance is that game that we saw at the Game Awards, I believe, two years ago now. The, so the Game Awards before the last one, where it had that really, really funny trailer <laughs> yeah, of, okay, of, of Drizzt Duerden, uh, like running in like the snowy field but it's like it's like tracking his head and nothing else so it looked insanely <laughs> funny it was the funniest trailer ever it was it, it's up it, there it did not inspire a lot of confidence in the game but uh it gave me a lot of yucks we we got a uh, gameplay trailer for 
that I just need to say that Game Awards that that one is cursed because the, the same year that was revealed was the end stick for the final stinger, Vin Diesel's Fast and the Furious game. Yeah, that was, was bad. Was that the one that had the like weird like Gears of War head trailer as well, or was that something else? No, the, oh, yeah, no, yeah, that, that was, was that was at E three. I thought. Oh, was yeah, no, that was E three. That was E3. that was Gears five at E three. Yeah, that was a weird. Trailer. These all blend together for me. Um, that's cool. Uh, it's gonna be really good for SEO if I drop my uh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance video when this comes out. So I'm excited. It will be. It will. You should definitely get that working because it's coming out in June 22nd. So you got till June, the end of June at least. The um, I, I watched the gameplay trailer. It, it's it seems like it's one of those uh, co-op like uh melee, you know, like arena fighter kind of games. It's Vermintide. Yeah, sure. It's like Vermintide. Uh, I didn't think it looked that bad. I, I thought it looked kind of good. I didn't even see gameplay. I just saw the, like, I, it just looked like a cinematic trailer. I didn't, I don't feel like I actually saw any gameplay. I should have linked, um, Game Informer did this, like, 20-minute preview that most, mm. that showed a lot more gameplay. It looks pretty jank, uh, all things considered, but, uh... You know, just having more games in general using like the D and D IP is exciting because we had uh, we had Baldur's Gate three. Yes, it is Tabby. You fucking snob. It's cool. All right, beholders are cool. We 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 haven't had like any D and D games since like what Neverwinter Nights. So them branching out and doing more stuff with, you know, admittedly, yeah, Forgotten Realms is boring. No one really gives a fuck about Forgotten Realms. But you can play as Drizzt Duerden in Dark Alliance. And who doesn't want to play as Drizzt Duerden? I don't. I definitely want to play as Drizzt Duerden. Uh, there you go. Okay, do, He's do badass. Have anything he else uses here? twin scimitars. No, who? that's pretty much it. What are they called? Twinkle and something. I don't know. I don't oh, care. I don't know their names. <laughs> is Drizzt a twink? Let's find out. Uh, he's too tall. He's a drow, so... Um, he's your dark-skinned tomboy GF. <laughs> uh, Tabby, how much more stuff do you have here? I only have the big thing that's going to take... That I'm going to be talking about for a while. Okay. Do you have I'll... anything else, Null? Or do you want me to just go to the GTA yeah, stuff? Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and give my last two, I believe... Sure, yeah. Yeah, that's... So my last two here. Uh, Doom Ancient Gods Part 2. The trailer came out uh, yesterday. The game got released today as of recording, I'm pretty sure, the 18th. Uh, Well, the game, I say. uh, The the second DLC for Doom Eternal. Um, It looks pretty cool. I don't... Like I said in the last time I talked about this, I don't really know much about Doom Eternal, but uh, there was an interesting interview by Polygon with uh, Hugo Martin, who is the uh, director of uh, Doom Eternal. And um, he mentioned that this DLC will be, like, the closing chapter of, like, the current, like, story arc that was started on Doom 2016. Um, So what this means is going forward... We might not see more Doom Guy, uh, but we might have more games within the universe of Doom 2016 slash Doom Eternal, which is, like, weird. I don't (laughs) Um, know. I I can't guarantee it's their fault, but I'm going to blame Microsoft for this. It it does seem weird. Like, so why not? 
have like doom guy be the the guy you play as in a doom game i i i feel like he kind of is part of the experience even though he's not a character yeah no it's 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 interesting i mean they they have a they have like a like a good like grasp on like what makes doom doom so i don't doubt that they could make something without doom guy and i'm not even saying that like it might not be doom guy i'm just saying like this this chapter of like like this story like from 2016 all the way up to this second DLC is like it is like that is the completed story but he mentions that they want to do more stuff with this setting specifically they were talking about like how like you have like different like renditions of like you know Batman like in cinematic like like in a cinematic sense oh okay and um like this like arc it would be like I don't know you have like Batman uh, Arkham what is it called the one with uh, where he breaks he, get, he gets back broken he goes to prison fights Bane the Dark Knights like the Dark Knight yeah, trilogy the dark, yeah like the Dark Knight trilogy it would be like okay the Dark Knight trilogy is over but like we're gonna make more movies in this like setting even though the story is like done hey is... Zack Snyder come on in yeah hey Zack Snyder it's funny Um, he actually said like, this is a quote of his. It's like, it's as if Sam Raimi was given a Transformers budget to go and make a sequel to The Evil Dead. That's what Doom feels like to us. So, yeah. I don't. Was he high? <laughs> <laughs> like, I get, I get, you know. Okay. As as a, thing, I get it's a game uh, being like, we want to. The person who interviewed him. Even writes in the article, Martin sounded almost drunk with possibilities during our call. <laughs> Maybe he was drunk with a little more than possibilities. He um, was really feeling himself. Yeah. Like, here, here's here's the thing. The Doom setting as a whole is not interesting. What is it? Yeah. Like, it, it's it just is, it, it is hell. Earth, Heaven, and Hell. Those are the three, and Mars. Um those are your three or four locations. Yeah, but Doom and Guy the, has the a setting, Thor hammer the, now. The setting is just we're going to like there's hell on Earth or there's hell on whatever planet we're on. Um, you need to fight God and Satan or the icon of sin. Um, Maybe they just want to make a Samuel Hayden game. We have that. It's called Ultra Kill. Ah, touche. Um. I yeah I just don't see a reason why you would need to remove like there hasn't been a doom game that doom guy isn't the protagonist of even doom 3 which is and doom 4 which are very not like traditional doom it's still doom guy is the protagonist yeah and I I mean I don't know because here, here's another thing that he said in it is like could we tell about tell a story about like when Doom Slayer first came to the place with the Sentinels, almost like a more medieval setting, a fantasy setting? He's like, I I think as you play the DLC too, you'll see lots of hints of what we could do moving forward, maybe even in the future. Again, our hero is somewhat timeless. I mean, literally, he's immortal, so we could tell all kinds of stories. So it's like you know, I, I don't know. It's very like, it's very we're going forward with something, but we don't know what yet. We literally <laughs> that, have no idea. That's very Microsoft of them. 
Yeah. Yeah, wow, um, I can't... I'm very excited like, to see, like, Doom Guy bakes cookies in hell, uh, a cinematic masterpiece. Cooking Mama? I'm just I'm just thinking of the, the, the Mick Gordon soundtrack for Doom Cooking Mama. <laughs> um, actually, no, not Mick Gordon anymore. I yeah, don't remember the other guy who's on it. Um, but Andrew Husholt is doing the music. Um, he makes fantastic music. He did the soundtrack for Dusk. Uh, he's the uh, he, a lot of those new blood retro or a lot of the boomer shooters that are like those revival ones. He's been doing the music for. He's been helping with the music, and his music is very very good. He did um, uh, he did the main theme of uh, Quick Champions, which is good. It's the best part of that game. Um, yeah, that's a fucking. Quick he's champion. a he's a very very talented, and Mick Gordon's hubris is now going to allow him to succeed, and I'm very happy about that. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Holstrut's been, you know, he's been active for uh, a lot longer than I thought he was. I thought he just kind of, like, blew up with uh, with Dusk, and I guess he kind of did, but uh, he worked on, like, the fucking 2013 Rise of the Triad remake, so. Yeah. It's not, no, he's you know, been, he's, 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 he hasn't been a big name, because he has, I think Dusk was when he blew up, because Dusk is yeah. huge. But I figured that was also, like, one of his first things, but it definitely wasn't. Um, in other news, the, uh, the, the, the Activision Blizzard, the, the Blizzy boys, um, so they were doing some layoffs, uh, apparently they had, like, announced that they were laying off, like, 50 people, but it seems like it's more like 2% of the total staff in the, um, uh, esports slash live events department, uh, which is more like 190 people. Uh, so they've laid them off, and uh, they've given them a, a severance package, which is 90 days of severance, which is, like, kind of shitty for Blizzard Activision. They're a very big company. Um, mm-hmm. They definitely could have given more on that. Uh, a year of health benefits, which is pretty all right. And, uh, That's nice, at least. They also gave every single person that was laid off a $200 Battle.net gift card. Fuck you, Blizzard. <laughs> like, this like sucks. <laughs> This sucks, but on, like, uh, the the severance itself, you know, divorced from the the battle net gift card, isn't terrible, but it's it, it the 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 battle net gift card makes it really funny. Yeah. Uh, also, Bobby Kotick got a uh uh got a bonus, so. Um. This is fucked. You, I'm talking to you, Acta Blizzard, right now. You literally killed your own chances of having your esports scene grow, which is where all this was from, because you decided to be greedy fucks. You took money from YouTube to have your games be exclusively streamed to there, even though it's very obvious to tell that you make less you have less viewers you have substantially less viewers streaming on youtube compared to streaming on twitch the fact that you restricted people to be streaming on uh, restricted tournaments had to be run through you and also stream on youtube your call of duty pro league is um not exciting because you're making terrible balance changes like you're just fucking up constantly on your esports side of things and you could have just not done that you could have just not done that by going, we'll go with the safe option, and you would have potentially made even more money. But you were being greedy. So fuck you. Anyway, the uh, journalism... You have not, greed. The journalism not guaranteed uh, uh, tweet of the week 
is a response <laughs> to this by uh, Jerome TG. Uh, and it is, why is everyone shitting on the gift cards? Yeah, it sucks they were laid off, but you expect them as gamers not to play COD, StarCraft, WarCraft, Overwatch, Diablo, etc. games again? <laughs> you think it's satire? Uh, I think it's satire. He, he's getting so, ratioed. Uh, good. Uh, some of those people <laughs> were using, like, because uh, Active Blizzard did offer discounts on WoW subscriptions. Or even maybe free if you worked for the company. So, for some people... I think you, that, I think you just got WoW for free, right? I remember hearing I know about if you, this. I know if you did if you were a GM or you were on the WoW team, but I don't know about if you were just like on their esports team. And so you're telling WoW me if, I don't, if I'm off the Activision Blizzard floors, I don't get wow for free i mean if you take a computer and run you might but uh, it's not the computer all right so uh i'm just gonna move on uh do you want me to move on to the big thing yeah sure all right so um the big news close off i think we should close sorry i think we should close off with 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 what with your news is there anything else that we want to talk yeah, about? Tech I thought has we covered one it. more thing. Oh yeah, the yeah. Yeah. Uh so GTA Online, the the game that has kept Rockstar from making any new Grand Theft Auto games for all eternity, uh has been plagued with loading problems ever since it came out. Uh how Tabby, you've played GTA Online. How long were load times? It's really bad. I, so apparently I played about 100 hours of that game on my PS4. I'm going to say about 50 to 60 hours were playtime. I'd say for like uh, it's it's a majority of your gameplay experience. Yeah. That bad. It's yeah. it's like like egregious how bad it is. Well, uh bad no longer or at least not as bad. Uh someone uh, I I need to find this guy's name. Uh Toaster CX or uh Toast. Uh had found a way to fix the load times uh of by up to 70 percent um like this is all working and everything it, it, he I, he like uploaded it as like a proof of concept or something and and uh rockstar contacted him and pretty much asked him like uh can we please god use this <laughs> and uh he was like of course and uh now gta online <laughs> Uh, hopefully doesn't take years off your life when you uh, when yeah. you play it. Um, uh, another, so worth mentioning. Thing. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. What did you guys want to say? Oh, I just wanted to go into the the tech details on it a little bit because it's hilarious how incompetent Rockstar is. Yeah. Yeah, 10k. Yeah, pretty dope. That's high. Normally, bug bounties are five hundred, a thousand dollars for severe bugs. Yeah, I think Um, I think they should have hired this man. They might. Who said? Who says they won't? Yeah, maybe. Uh, Well, they they won't because the fix is super easy, and I have no idea how they fucked up this bad. You're essentially uh the patch is how, live by the way it is live yeah how right. how the how the load times worked or how it, how loading on to online worked was it had to check everything in the store 
so just like make sure if there's any updates like or hot fixes that happened they they had basically a list of things to check that were available online and so it was running if then statements essentially oh so it's like yandere dev. it was like yandere that's why it was taking so long because originally when you played it it was like fine like loading was it was the early ps4 loading times that wasn't great uh but it caused a bunch of issues because when you get the store as bloated as it did then, that became an issue. And this guy essentially just solved that issue by writing what the actual code should have been from the beginning. Um, well, yeah, I hope he enjoys his. Uh, I hope he enjoys his ten bands, and I hope that people who are unfortunately addicted to GTA Online can spend more time playing the game. How many PlayStation 5s can you buy for $10,000? 50? No. I'm not a mathematician. 250, right? It was just 500. So two of them, 25. Well, 250. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm not a math major either. <laughs> I, 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 I dropped out of pre-calc in high school, so like... Hey, gang, gang, I, I dropped out go. of high school. <laughs> hey, gang, gang, let's go. Puggers. Uh, all right. Is that all right, Tabby? So, uh, go, fi- go ahead and finish tell us this about off your, with your uh, favorite, with the big your favorite companies. With, with, with the big news. All right. So, first part of the big news, because I forgot to mention this earlier. Uh, Terry Bogard was revealed for KOF 15, surprising no one. There's actual gameplay that they show at the end of it, which shows off a couple things that I didn't really know. I don't think people knew. Just new gameplay stuff. It looks like KOF. If you like KOF, you're probably going to like this. I'm surprised um, they didn't show off Terry Bogard first. He's not the uh, so Shuen is the person they showed off first. He's the main character of this storyline. Okay. Um, Does... And Terry's part of Team Fatal Fury. He is probably one of the most popular characters in KOF. But um, yeah, yeah, because King of Fighters is, is technically it's uh, yeah because he's the Fatal Fury guy. He's not the King of Fighters yes. guy. Okay. Um. So the big news. Uh. Sony uh, and a investment firm or Sony bought a a some investment firm essentially. Uh, known as RTS, who, uh, within the same frame, uh, bought the Evolution Championship Series, or EVO, um, from the Cannons. And this just happened today. This happened today, like, at, like, like 3 p.m. This is is hot off the press. Um, Juicy news. uh, They also announced with that EVO Online is happening this year. Um, Oh, I didn't know about this. Yes, so they are going to be doing open bracket tournaments for a bunch of games that don't have good netcode and Guilty Gear Oh, no! Uh, It's going to be hilarious. Um, They're keeping it in region, so it's like if you're within the U.S., you're only going to be playing people in the U.S. However, for certain games that they have on there, playing from uh, state to state is impossible. So, um, but that's that's the minor, minor bits of it. Um, Evo being purchased by Sony has a lot of people worried about the future of fighting games. Um, I originally thought this happened was because the cannons are, um, the cannons are employed by riot to be developing project L. So who knows how that affects the relationship. That is such a bad name. (laughs) Project Project L. L. (laughs) Yes. It's very Ah! funny. Jesus Christ. I didn't Um, know that was, yeah, yeah, it's very oh. funny. Which Project L is the League of Legends fighting game that's being developed by uh, the, the reviews write themselves, the, the Rising Thunder team. Um, 
and other fighting game players or developers on it, which is I have trust in it. Rising um, Thunder, that's that fighting game that everyone swears was good, but still died, right? No, it, it died because Riot bought it. Oh. That's why it died, is because Riot bought it and said, we want this to be the League of Legends game. So, Well, that was the canon. The canon brothers were, like, working on that, right? Yeah, it was their dev team. Yeah, they, they like, they were, like, heavily uh, involved in, like, GGPO and whatnot. Yes, they invented rollback netcode. Yeah. So, like, this- all right, the, the canon brothers are not related to Mr. Wizard, right? No, but they let him be a pedophile for years, so they, <laughs> they allowed him cannons. Yeah, because they knew about it. They clearly knew about it. Yeah, I know about the culture. I just, the, like, they allowed him to be a pedophile. It's just like... <laughs> they they saw him in the hot tub taking pictures. I'm going to be real. If I found doing. out if I found out one of my friends was a pedophile, I would beat the shit out of them. Well... That's not but, fucking okay. No. Um, but uh, fighting game players are notoriously gr- grimy. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about that. I just want to talk about I want to talk about weird corporate stuff and what people are worried and how why you can calm their why you can calm your worries about a lot of things. Um A, uh people were worried, oh no, is this only gonna mean that we're only gonna be able to play tournament uh, or fighting games on PS5s or uh when it when they eventually come back? And maybe uh for Evo, because it's a, you know the big corporate esports event, which it has been forever. It's not, this isn't a new thing. It's been corporate since like 2012. Uh, when I went there in 2017, I'm like, wow, this doesn't have the same feel as like I thought it would because it's very sterile. Because there's a lot of money behind it, a lot of money out of it. Didn't as well. spend enough time in the casino. Are you allowed to say that? Aren't you like under NDA? What? You said, was that the thing you got invited to play? No, I can't talk about that. Okay, no, so, I okay, cannot never mind. talk about that. You got invited to play something? Back on track. Um, yes, that might mean that the cases we're only going to be using Sony consoles for games in the future. We were already doing that. Yeah, since, since weren't they already just using PS4s since, since Ultra or since Super Street Fighter Four? You were using PS3s. Like people have just been using Sony consoles because it's just how it's been. Yeah. Like, so there's no, like, if you're worried about that, like, yeah, there's worry of like, okay, well, what about games that aren't on those systems? Things like um, Smash Bros. is the big thing. Like, is Smash going to be allowed? Um, and we don't know. It's not currently not available for the online event because it well, is um, Smash Ultimate Netcode. And if you try to run a Slippy event, you are going to get uh, DMCA'd and C&D'd and BBQ'd by uh, Nintendo. Um, I think, would not and, and be they, surprised they, if Evo just like used this as like, it like like if they were just like they they just stopped doing Smash and like they want themselves. nothing to do with Smash. Like like I, they they've they really didn't want Smash to be part of it, even when it was like big and a part of it. Yeah, it's 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 whatever though. Um. Like, if it happens, the, people will blame Sony, though. Pe- people will blame Sony for, and I think that's that's reasonable to blame. Is that is Sony? Yeah, for but that like decision. Smash players don't have money; like they don't care about them. Well, nobody. I mean, like nobody has money. Realistically, like well, we're not. It's, it's it's not that you're. It's the, the, okay. I need a now side tangent. I'm sorry. Um, the whole uh, F, the whole FGC is poor shit. That's that's not true. 
it it's expensive to be a regular competing fighting game player. And sure, the joke is you might be bored because you spend all your money on going to events and stuff, but like you still have to work to earn that shit. It's not mega poverty. Um, There's just a romantic like vision of the the grassroots FGC guy who who scrounges up his pocket change to pay for venue fee and then wins bracket wins just enough in bracket he gets like fifth or something to to pay for Denny's that hasn't been true since Street Fighter 4 yeah like it's we are we are coming up on over 10 years since that was the thing like it's 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 a bad meme bad meme yeah, like um, how Smash Bro players need the shower. It's a bad. I need to, okay. I need to. I need to fit, talk about this. Like I said, it's it's a lot. Um, Mark Mann, who is the business analyst for or business develop, developer for Evo, came out and said, "We are still looking at uh, playing games on every system because that's what the FGC is about. It's just play the games where it's available." I still don't know how much I believe that because we're on day one. Um, day people zero, had they saw it. People, they they thought people had zero uh, people, zeros people had uh, worries of is this going to hurt other tournaments and the answer is yes and no um a lot of people evo is the only event that they fly out internationally for so for game so for some games that might be your only chance to play against people from out of the country um which is i like kind of shitty if you want to go to evo like for example when unist was at evo back in 2019 um that was a lot of JP players who played that game's uh, first times coming over to America for a fighting game tournament. Uh, some have gone to others. Um, I think that will hurt some people. Um, and it will hurt some tournaments in the sense of, well, I can only afford to go to one and Evo's where all those pro players are going to be. This is mostly for Street Fighter and Tekken players. Um, and so they're going to be going to other larger tournaments less. Yes, Tectonic? Why would uh why would Sony buying Evo uh restrict specific fighting games like like Unist or games? It wouldn't that restrict Japanese it wouldn't restrict something like Unist, but it would restrict in the sense of this online tournament that they're doing, what if they don't have Killer Instinct like they were originally planning on doing last year? That's a Microsoft oh, game. Oh. Because a lot of Japanese games have bad net code. Is that what you're saying? Because every almost every Japanese game has bad netcode. Rollback netcode is not a popular thing in fighting games right now. Like, it popular implemented. It's Everybody's demanding it. Um, the uh, things like Them's Fighting Herds, which was originally going to be an Evo Online, I don't think that has a console port. That's just a PC release. Um, stuff like that. Now, the online Tekken tournament that's happening for Evo is being played on PC. It's not being played on PS4, so... That shows at least this time around they're not going to be doing stuff like that. However, we'll see in the future. Um, yeah, this is like a thing that will probably take like a while to see the ramifications of or consequences well, I th- rather. I think I think we'll see it in the first in person Evo that happens after this, um, which after the, the the pandemic, which is um, really dependent on what they do for cash prizes because. Pop bonuses for events like Evo uh, have been very small from developer staff. I mean, they're they've been great. I think Capcom gave like twenty thousand one year, which is huge for just we want to run a game an event here. Capcom gives a twenty k pop bonus to it. That's good for the people Nintendo who gives are a controller. 
Nintendo gives a controller. Um, I think like uh, Dragon Ball gave a couple thousand. Mortal Kombat always gives some money, and they have their like. It, it's all good, but does this mean our your base level price pools are going to increase? Are they going to try to pull max esports onto this? And the answer is probably yeah. Yeah, I don't see like they specifically like when when talking about like why they were doing this. It's like we we see a lot of like monetization like uh possibilities specifically within the fighting game community, especially because they like do like fervently spend money on these things. So, they I I would not be surprised if Sony, you know, squeezed the proverbial rock for every every bit of juice it's got, you know. Yeah, oh no, they're going to try and squeeze people's money out of this i i I guarantee that 100 percent like any Um, company would like yeah sony's a big megacorp that's that's just gonna happen um there's a lot more that i could say on this about a lot of minor things and i was having arguments with people about it earlier um i i see this as a negative uh personally um i wasn't planning on going back to evo after uh, what had happened with mr wiz um, and also it's just kind of a shitty tournament and I'd rather spend that $600 that I'd have to spend to go to that to go to CEO or Combo Breaker or East Coast Throwdown or Frosty Faustings um, or Smash Camp no Smash Camp. actually Smash uh, Smash Camp has a good vibe to it but I wouldn't go Smash and Splash is like the gone now isn't it sick. Smash and Splash is dead yeah ah fucking rip dude okay does, does this mean that there's a non-zero chance that uh that Hideo Kojima takes the place of Mr. Wizard. No, <laughs> Kojima doesn't there, technically work for zero, Sony. Yeah, he does not work for Sony. They just published oh. Death Stranding. You know, not no. I'm saying non-zero. I'm not saying like it's it, it would happen. I'm just saying. Uh, no, yeah, I'm yeah. There is a non-zero chance that Mr. that that Mr. Kojima, <laughs> Mr. Kojima, becomes, becomes the face of Evo. <laughs> He's like, we will be playing that. Konami fighting game that had Solid Snake in it for the PS2. <laughs> I th- so so one thing I think is go- that I a couple things I think are going to happen are people are going to see whenever they start doing big esports cash prizes onto this stuff there there's going to be those the esports leeches that are going to try and shuffle their way into the community or into the games to try to, to just leeches. capitalize on that. Uh, I'm just talking like, about people like Richard Lewis, Monte Cristo. Yeah, if this is um, like if this is like oh, esports. Like if this is like esport bad grassroot good, then like we're definitely leaning more towards esport. If if that's like the dichotomy we're talking about, like there's yeah. no way that this doesn't get more corporate. There's no way oh, that this no. doesn't get like less I, fun or wait more fun. Wait, as a I'm, wise I'm saying, man once Evo said, will probably case scenario, become less nothing fun. changes. Yes, yeah. best case scenario, nothing changes, and even then, that's not going to be great. Um. I think Evo is a necessary event for the scene because it always has the highest tournament numbers and it always introduces people. Like I know people who are like, yeah, I watched this specific Evo finals because it was recommended to me on Twitch. And then I started playing fighting games and it's like, great, cool. Evo moment 37. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, I, I think it's going to be a net negative as a whole. Um, I, we don't know really what's going to happen until it happens. And I think we just kind of have to stick with it at that point. You you don't really know what you got till it's gone. Um, yes, you got to know when to hold them. Put up a park and know when to fold them. <laughs> yeah. Do Do we have anything else in regards to like Evo Shmivo specifically? Um, I'm trying to think if there's just anything else. Uh, Garo Mark of the Wolves coming to Evo. 
you think? God, I wish. That game's great. I don't play it enough. I just want to play that game with good netcode. It has rollback officially oh, yeah, and through Fight Oh, wait. It, it's on Fightcade 2, huh? It, 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 it's, it was on Fightcade 1. It's also on Fightcade 2. And its official release has rollback netcode. Oh, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, no. Uh, ding, 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 ding. It's that time of the night again where we go back to the past to talk about games. Hey, the shitty games that suck ass. <laughs> Can't believe it took that long. I, I've been, uh, like, holding my tongue. It, it's been so hard. In fact, I didn't even say it. It was you. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, do you do you want to start and all, since you're, since you're so antsy, to talk about your news from the past? So, yeah. Um, no, God of War 3. It uh, released in March 16th, 2010. Back in the good old days. Back when video games were good, right? Um, no, actually, I think that's when games were really, really bad. But... <laughs> Yeah, so, um, surprisingly, I don't know. So it's a good game, right? Do, do we like God of War 3? <laughs> Have any of never us even played, played God of War? I played God of War 1 and 2. I never played the third one. You're the God of War expert here. I feel like by the time God of War 3 came out, it was feeling very, like, okay. Yeah, you know? very, like, very. The original God of War was a big deal. Well, the thing is, is, like... Like David Jaffe wasn't like super involved with God of War three at all. Like they they like, um, they 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 consulted with him a few times, and they're like, he's like, yeah, sure, go for it. I'm giving the thumbs a, up into the camera, but like, that's pretty much that's it. great, dude. Yeah, um, so I could definitely see it becoming like very like humdrum and like okay, well I've I've seen this funny thing before. Now, did God of War Ascension come out before or after this? before uh it released no, before three n- no god of war ascension came out in 2013 this came out in 2010 oh okay well was ascension a vita game or was it ps4 it was psp psp no um, it was ps3 no what's the psp god of war game uh oh blades of steel oh my god what the fuck was it called it was like something like that chains of olympus that's what i'm thinking of blades chains same difference uh, yeah, that game is that game. That's that's a game. I think there's a long play of it, and it's five hours long. So that tells you all you need to know. Shouts to the PSP that released last week. Oh, and there was Ghost of Sparta as well. All right. Yeah. Wow. They made a ton of these. They were, God of War was big. Man, I this is like a side tangent. Um, that, Dante's like, Inferno. I. <laughs> This is like we'll a side tangent that, that I forgot to, like, I, I didn't get to mention last week, but I saw it this week. It's last week's news in the past, technically, but Still there, was like past. A, there was like an earthquake, like, last oh, Thursday yeah. in the past that, like, really fucked, like, a lot of video game stuff. And the PSP, was... like, it, it wasn't able to be shipped a lot of places because of it. Yeah, that was the that was, was that the, the earthquake that set off the that set off the nuclear reactor in Fukushima. Oh my god, I can't believe we didn't talk about that. I no, we did. I we totally did. I no, feel we like didn't. We, I feel like we talked about. I that. listened to the podcast at the time. Fuck, to I time. totally thought we talked about that. That Fukushima killed Iram. Did you guys know that? Yes. That it, it that's like insane to me. Uh, they were they made like Steambot Chronicles and a bunch of other shit. I think they were working on a sequel at some point, but then, like, they literally just, like, couldn't 
work so anymore. another another thing that is very terrifying as well is that um japan actually had another earthquake last week i didn't bring it up because it was it was a minor earthquake no one not not many people died as from what i know i think only a handful and that was mostly very old people i don't want to um, sound insensitive by the way by saying that like oh the worst uh, fukushima was terrible we lost a video game company i don't want to there, there was yeah but the, there was podcast, an earthquake there was oh, an earthquake was... roughly a year but or not a year sorry 10 years between the those are the or the original fukushima earthquake that caused okay. the reactor meltdown it's it's a, it's a tohoku earthquake and tsunami is what it's called Okay, thank you. Yeah, but there was another earthquake that just happened. That was the first earthquake to hit Fukushima again since that earthquake, and it happened within like ten years of it. So it's 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 very worrying, especially if someone who lives on the Ring of Fire. The um, what was it? so but yeah, this affected it uh, like a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of games. Basically, were just like had to stop production. Nintendo. Uh, DS screens were just like we can't print any more screens guys I'm sorry um, but yeah there, there was a lot of it was 3DS screens I believe it would have been um, if the 2010s when that happened right or 20 no 2011 it was 2011, yeah, 2011 I believe yeah okay so that adds up 3DS then yeah uh, I but remember yeah, I, we, we totally didn't get to mention this last week and that was like a thing that happened like yeah. literally last Thursday it would have been the day it would have been the uh the the anniversary of that event yeah i i thought we talked about that that's my bad i would have brought it up i remember um i remember re- or hearing about an interview that uh i believe uh sojima and sojima of um you know of the persona team uh said that the original concept for persona 5 was going to involve like a globe trotting adventure but because of the uh the earthquake uh they wanted to focus more on japan so like, like like no pun intended the this earthquake had a huge ripple effect to, for all sorts of games even even ones that came out like almost 5 years after the fact. So that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um were we talking about fucking God of War or something? David Yeah, God literally of War, just David, brought this up David so we Jaffe. could bring up David Jaffe again. Yeah. Don't don't kid yourselves. I I am not that interested in God of War 3. I just wanted to bring up David Jaffe again. Let, let's Let's get let's fingers crossed. Uh, hopefully, drawn to death and or twisted metal came out last or next <laughs> week, so we can keep this streak alive. If we get if we get to September, I can talk about how I played drawn to death at PAX and it was bad. Uh, so. As your as your gaming history, like yes, you know this is the anniversary of the day that I played drawn to death. The day the earth stood still. Well, I played it at a PAX specifically, so that's an event. Yeah, true. I mean, um, stuff happens at PAX sometimes. Yeah. All right, Tech. Do we, yeah, what else we uh, got here? Uh, well, you know, I was just talking about Persona, Atlas. Uh, I figured this this is good. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Two, the uh, uh, SNES JRPG, released uh, as of this recording today on March 18th, 1994. Thank so, you, Shin Megami Tensei Two. Yes. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Two was is a was a direct sequel to the original Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, th- that might sound obvious to some people, but uh, uh, if you're familiar with Shin Megami Tensei, you know that most of the games are not direct sequels to each other. Uh, this was the this is like the one of the only exceptions. Uh, you play as 
this guy named uh i believe his name is hawk but uh it's like a it's like a nickname or whatever like a code name for him you, you find out his real name later on but well, he's uh, a it, hacker. It, yeah he uh yeah i think he's like a he's like a gladiator kind of guy because it well, Shimagami- he 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 is in there because all the Shimigami Tensei and Tensei Two are based off the the Mega the Mega Ten or Megami not Mega Ten Jesus the Megami Tensei books which is digital devil uh, digital devil digital devil um, story well no 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 uh, they're they're not technically based off the books because um because the, there were two game oh, you're, you're thinking of the, the NES ones the Mega, just Megami Tensei well so because I was I just started playing SMT one and I've been playing the first hour for months now um yeah same uh so so smt1 is a rem is a almost a remake of of mega ten of mega tenji i need to stop saying that. megami tensei 1 and megami tensei 2 not really it is what it isn't it's like a it, it's a soft sequel of reboot, it, it's, a it's a soft seaboot uh, <laughs> it's 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 like a it's like a reboot in that like it uses a lot of the concepts from from megami tensei but it, it's not like yeah. the same characters Besides the demons and like or story or anything, it's its own. But, it's but its own it's, continuity. But it's still like the this the 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 digital devils and all that. It's, it's yeah, still like a, yeah, a, you know, a, it's still got like and yeah, it's a medium reboot. And and two uh, spoilers for a a a thirty year old video game um, takes place uh, after uh, like in the neutral ending, I believe. Uh. The whole deal with the first Shin Megami Tensei game is that uh, it, you, it takes place in current year Japan, and uh, uh, suddenly demons start invading the country, and then uh, the it just like quickly escalates into military gets involved, like the the Japanese defense force gets involved, the American military gets involved. One thing leads to another, cl- like uh, oppos- uh, oppositions start colliding, and then fucking Japan gets nuked. This is just like my favorite anime, Gate. Yeah, it's a lot like Gate. Um, Can we not talk about Gate like as a personal <laughs> thing? I have talked too much about Gate to people Has, and, and explained why that show is really bad and just really horny. That's the only reason people like it. Fuck Gate. All my homies hate Gate. I watched it when it came out. I, didn't I also even, watched I it when it I came out. I don't even think about Gate. Neither I do. I, I, I think about Gate at least once a month. Yeah, the Shimagami Tensei Two. It's a it's a really cool game. Uh, at least at least like its concepts or whatever. It's very much a uh a early JRPG. Um, it's not as refined as some of the other higher budget like uh like Final Fantasies or Chrono Triggers. But um, it's got its own like kind. It's got like, kind of like a grungy charm to it, and there's really no other games quite like it, especially for the time. It's also got the first-person dungeon crawler aesthetic. Yeah, everyone loves those. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, this game's never been localized. Um, I think uh, the first Shin Megami Tensei game uh, actually did get localized as like a. a there's translation. Port. There's translation after. Yeah, you though, can. Right? Yeah, there's fan translation, so you can play it. Um, would I recommend it? Uh, personally, I haven't played it myself. Uh, I think if you are interested, if you don't mind like old JRPG uh, jank, then you should probably give this game a shot at least after you play the first one because it's kind of important. Uh, but yeah, all right. Uh, you, you got Tabby. You, you can keep going. Actually, Tag, you got like fifty things in here. 
Oh, oh, okay. Oh, well, it's not, it's not a lot of stuff, but, um, uh, here, I'll, I'll, go, I'll start from the bottom here or continue with the bottom. Uh, so soft image, uh, announced, uh, on, I believe the 15th in 2004 that the, that their 3d editing tools, uh, they'd be releasing a, uh, a free version of it that would be compatible with half-life two. Um, which was upcoming at the time. Uh, it, it, Half-Life 2 would come out in November. Uh, so I never even heard of this before. Um, and uh, if you don't know what soft image or whatever, like it, it really did, it was basically just a way to like import like mod tools and stuff into your, like in, into like using Half-Life 2 files or yeah, like very, assets very, and stuff. Very Bethesda of them to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is really cool. I was curious about this to to find out if this actually ended up ended up happening, because there is a lot of like snafu with uh, Half Life Two and it's a uh, pre release. So I don't know if like maybe something like that might have fucked with this. Uh, I looked it up. No, no. This uh this this ended up happening and it was actually uh it actually did get supported for uh, until twenty fourteen when uh when uh, it uh they drop support for it or whatever so it's like that's 10 years of being able to use the software and i believe it's still being maintained in some capacity by fans you can still use it it's just not yeah supported. yeah you can yeah, still not, use they're it they're not they're not patching it for windows 11 when that comes out <laughs> exactly oh i totally forgot to talk about something on my news you just reminded me of that okay <laughs> windows 11 coming to playstation uh, <laughs> no so uh, on back to a the future. Uh, Back to the Future, uh, play the Back to the Future theme. Don't, we'll get copyright struck for that. Um, So uh, Microsoft has added their uh, automatic HDR, which is on the Xbox Series X, onto a beta build of Windows and will be usable on DirectX 11 and DirectX 12 games. Um, It's not perfect, but it can actually, it does actually improve uh, a lot of games, uh, with h with how the hdr looks for reflections and makes shit look pretty uh and it will be probably more properly imp- implemented going forward in their newer games releasing on pc that's it hdr standing for high dynamic range basically makes colors more vibrant right yes and the audio hdr has fucked up in some where it's it's made the the whites too bright and the blacks too bright but they're working on fixing that yeah all right that's good all right back to the past uh, Tab, what do you got? Um, so if, on this day, and by this day, I mean, I think the 14th of March, uh, in 2005, WoW hit one and a half million subscribers. Um, this is back when they were still giving out sub counts. Yeah. Round of applause for World of Warcraft. When did they stop giving out sub counts? Cataclysm, when the game started going on a massive decline because they killed their own game. Um, I thought people liked Cataclysm. No, people don't like Cataclysm. People say they like Cataclysm because compared to every other expansion they put out, Cataclysm is like tolerable. What about it, Lich Cataclysm, King? People like Lich King. Yeah, Lich people King was love great. Lich King. Cataclysm is like the beginning of the end uh, for a lot of people with WoW. Um, it, Would you it say it of, was a cataclysmic failure? Yeah. Did uh, Cataclysm no, come it, out I before Lich King? No, no after. after. Oh, okay. I was Cataclysm was, I was directly after. Okay. No, Cataclysm Sorry. is like very like endemic of like problems that current WoW has. Um, it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of like what, what I would consider the origin point of like where, where WoW started like stagnating. Yes. So I um, agree. Anyway. Um, yeah. 1.5 million subs, but, right? And that was in 2005. Back yeah. When, that's like, like crazy ass numbers for back then. 
Yeah. Like, not many people were paying for monthly subs back then. It was also a new MMO that wasn't EQ. I didn't so even people have, were, like, like, enough money to have a computer that could play WoW back then. Like, I remember, like... Exactly, yeah. My computer remember, didn't have speakers. Would, would this be, like, TBC? Um, the Burning Crusade? time or what, no this would have been launch. this would have been a near launch launch, okay, launch was so, 2004 yeah. so this would have been like uh post-game content it wasn't until like the burning crusade that i would play like be able to play well on a computer mm-hmm. that could run it like very shittily and all i was doing was like making like 30 day like trial accounts and then playing them <laughs> until the trial was done and then restarting like yes yeah. yeah so this is like not only was there not a lot of people paying for subs, but I feel like there was also just not a lot of people who had, like, the means to play, like, launch WoW. So these numbers are fucking huge. Yeah, it's it's huge. And in, fa- in fact, these people, those one and a half million, if they stayed subbed the entire time, which I imagine a lot of them did, uh, would have fallen into the 10-year anniversary where they got lifetime subs. Cool. Oh, I didn't know they did that. That's cool. Yep, they gave uh, to all their van- to all their vanilla players. They um, they gave out lifetime subs, which because at the time when they did that, because that would have been right around Cataclysm. Cataclysm, I think they had about fourteen million people playing was when they last reported. Cataclysm. Yeah. All right. When did Cataclysm come out? Two thousand twelve, I think. Two thousand twelve. Okay. Can That's I not blame? Ten years. Can, can I can I blame World of Warcraft for games as a service? No. Um, <laughs> no, not... What is, what is, like, the thing I can blame for games as a service? Do we know, like, the origin, the, the original sin? Ultima Online? Which, 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 which game bit the apple? Are we considering MMOs games as a service? I feel like... I don't, I, I don't think... feel like we should. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna read the Wikipedia page and see what they reference. <laughs> I think you can blame Bethesda for DLC. Team Fortress Two is what they reference as the I, first games as a, a games as a service. I, I, they they say they say MMOs, but like I don't count monthly sub fees as games as a service. I kind of do, but I don't. Like, yeah, I, I see why you wouldn't. That's interesting. Uh, I'm gonna read about this later, and I'm gonna find a game, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put like a little bullseye on. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it, like in real life. I'm gonna do that as like a video. I'm gonna like shoot that game. Anyway, um, <laughs> this game's so bad. I'm going to kill it with my airsoft gun. No, I'm going to use Rock a real remix gun. of Doctor Wily's theme. Real weapon. Um. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my thing that I didn't read very much about, but I was given this this news. Uh, Yoshio Sakamoto, um, in March 12th, 2010, um, he was spoke to by somebody at IGN about Metroid Zero Mission, and the first thing he asked is, whatever happened to Metroid Dread? Somebody tell me what Metroid Dread is before I continue, like, talking about this. I would just like to say as a disclaimer, Noel, you said, quote, find me some news, and I found you some news. <laughs> okay, but, okay, Tech, you're, like, you're like number one biggest Metroid fan. What is Metroid Dread? Tell me. Metroid Dread was a game long, uh, like, half announced for, I believe, back in 2005. Yeah. Um... There were rumors, I believe from IGN actually, if you really wanted to dig, 
where people supposedly saw a closed door demo of this game uh, back then. Um, this would have been around the same time that Brawl and and I think not Twilight Princess because that was already revealed, but you know, like, like that that time when that Nintendo still did like closed doors demos and stuff like that. So supposedly this game was real. Um, all we knew about it was its name and nothing else. Metroid Dread. It was, uh, yeah. it was like, it was, it was like surrounded. It was veiled in mystery. Yeah. It, something that's interesting about Metroid Dread though, is um in Metroid Prime 3 Corruption, there is a there's like a little scanned like log you can find in i believe like the space station near the end of the game uh and it's it it says something uh along the lines it has like this whole passage or whatever uh, basically like the important part is that it says project project dread is progressing smoothly <laughs> so everyone's like Oh my god! Everyone was freaking the fuck out. That's, this that's was crazy. like as as soft, like a uh, hardest soft confirmation you can yeah. get that Metroid Dread was real. So, so this is like like very like like very like wispy rumors. Um, it was so very vague. They ask basically. They ask Yoshio Sakamoto, uh, what what like like when what happened to it like. Five years later, right? Because you said 2005 was when the rumor started. Some, something around that. This game had yeah. been around. Yeah, and it, it, it was a rumor for years. Yeah, and he said it's always difficult when people bring up Metroid Dread. The only thing people have heard about the game are rumors. We've never had an official announcement at E3 or anything like that. I think there was at one point a little bit of information leaked, but now we don't know how to really talk about the project. All I can really say is that I wish I could put an end to the rumors. Um. <laughs> It is, so he, ha, that is so five years is later. What he's they saying. are being, they are still being vague about it. Like which, like that implies to me that five years later they still had some sort of a plan for it, right? Yeah, I think <laughs> probably at that point, the way he, the way Sakamoto is talking about this, uh, it makes it seem like this game was, I probably had some sort of concept at some point, but was was fucking dead in the water yeah. uh mm-hmm. and they didn't they didn't want to say anything definitive about it because they technically never announced it <laughs> that makes sense but uh, um yeah and it's also like you have to remember that there is like uh, there there is like a very different like idea of like business uh like business speak in in japan when compared to america so like if an american dev like said this i would be like oh well, that means they're still working on Project Dread. But like with a Japanese dev, I'm like, okay, what what like double speak are they saying to me right now? You know what I mean? Honestly, this the way he's talking about it, it seems more candid than I would expect. Yeah, from no, uh, for sure. From some from especially Nintendo. Also, um, there's 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 a really funny little like mark in this article where he's just like. Right now, we'll just have to make do with the upcoming and promising Wii adventure, Metroid Other M. But as soon as I'm finished with, uh, as soon as I'm finished with Other M, Mister Sakamoto, I'm gonna poke you about Metroid Dread again. Be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love journalism from back in the day like that. It's so it's so cringy, but I, I just there's something that's just like hits my kokoro. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Mister Sakamoto, can you lick this PSP? <laughs> yes, please. So, um, no, I don't know if you're, are you aware of Metroid Other M? I heard it was bad. 
It was not good. It was very not good. <laughs> like, uh, Metroid fans, like, like anytime I hear a Metroid fan being angry, it's probably about Other M. I'll be honest. It always is. It's always about Other M. Because Metroid Other M is the only bad Metroid game. I don't know. No, no, no. Metroid Defense Force? Oh, you're right. I forgot about Federation Force. <laughs> you're right. Well, I, always, Force. I hear Federation Force is just forgettable and not that bad, but... But, uh, like, Other M, it, it offends the senses. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's okay. It, it really, like, a ton of people have already said their piece on Other M. Uh, I can't really add anything particularly different. Just that um, it is it is so not good. <laughs> uh, and, and some people will, will try to defend the combat of the game and say, like, oh, no, the combat's pretty fun. And it's like, I... <laughs> Sure, I guess it's kind of it's pretty vapid, uh, because like there's a lot of auto aim in the combat. It, it, I, I don't know, it, like it, it's it's whatever, it's fine, but like there there's pretty much almost nothing redeemable about Other M, especially the story that like almost that pretty much ruined Samus Aran as a character. Uh, it turned Yoshio Sakamoto into like. In, into into some sort of like pariah I want to say uh for wh- whatever he's brought up now in Metroid circles he we, he he just has this permanent black mark because he's responsible for the story of other M and a lot of weird decisions in that game like for example because you know like team ninja developed the game right uh they uh there's this part near the end of the game where uh, you go to an area that require that has like high gravity, so that's when you would get the gravity suit. Um, in that game, you do not get the gravity suit; you get the you get the gravity aura or whatever. Basically, it just puts like a purple aura around Samus's various suit. And they like there's an Awada asks. Uh, I'll put this in the show notes. And Awada asks where um. I believe Awada was talking to one of the Team Ninja dev- Team Ninja devs, and he was talking about, yeah, uh, we actually had a uh, gravity suit put into the game f- specifically for that part. But uh, Sakamoto was like, "Why do you have? Why is Samus purple here?" And he's just like, "Oh, that's the gravity suit." He's like, eh, "It doesn't look good. Change it." Uh, so just like stuff like that's that. That's like so iconic, though. Like, how can you just be like, "No, I don't just- know." I re, I have to, I have to. He must. To be as charitable as possible, possible to Sakamoto, because it's been so long. I'm really, I, I don't want to say that he's like a super hack or whatever, because he fucking directed Super Metroid, like my favorite game. And so like, I, I really don't want to be that harsh on him, but like, he must have, he must have just thought it didn't look good in like, in, in like the engine or something. Yeah. Well, no, because it's in fucking Prime. <laughs> it's purple and Prime too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why do you make Other M? That's really, it's really fine. For the longest time, I thought Other M had something to do with Melee. <laughs> because no, what's I, funny is that um, in the reveal I, trailer for Other M, it's called Project M. Yeah, no, that's hilarious. No, I had... Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I, I had just like, I'm like, no, oh, yeah, Samus is that character from uh, Melee. I remember her, right? <laughs> like, because I was like, I hadn't that's played crazy. like... A Metroid game. I I honestly had not played like a Metroid game until 2019, maybe. What'd you so, play? Uh, Super. Oh, what'd, what'd you think? Oh, it was, it was very good. I, I think it was it was a very good game. I think it was like well paced. Uh, 
I, I see why you play it every year on Christmas. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but, uh, no, and so, so like, my my only exposure to, to Samus Aran was, like, in melee and i'm like oh other m like like melee like melee okay <laughs> it's like other melee, melee game i never she does have it. a melee attack oh uh, no she doesn't no i'm sorry i'm thinking of samus returns she has a melee <laughs> attack in that one but yeah no we've definitely like kind of droned on about metroid a lot sorry uh, what's what else you got tabby pokemon heart gold and soul silver time for me to drone on... again what <laughs> It's time for me when to drone you... again. Heart Gold and Soul Silver. When, when, when did it release? <laughs> March 14th. Um, Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver are very good remakes of those. Probably the best remakes I think they've done for any of their games. Yeah, uh, worth their yes. weight in gold. Yep. They are, they are, they are very good. Worth They're very fun. I give them two thumbs up out of ten. So when... um, It's not ten total thumbs up, by the way. It's like a ten total score, but like, you know. Uh... When Soul Silver Harkle came out, I was super fucking pumped for this game. It was one of my most anticipated games, I think, for that year. And uh, we ordered it. I or, or I, I think I had like pocket money or something. I ordered it off Amazon, and um, this was before the days of Prime shipping. At least I'm pretty sure that we didn't have it. Regardless, uh, it was supposed to come on a on a Friday, I believe. Yeah, March 14th was a Friday, and I know this. Because I'm checking. Uh, no, wait, no, it was a Thursday. It was a Thursday. Because, because Heartgold and Soul Silver, it was supposed to come the day it came out. I'm pretty sure. March 14th was a Monday. Okay, you know what? Yep. All right. It, it because of, <laughs> because it didn't have the Prime shipping, right? So it took a few days to come. It was supposed to come on Thursday, and it came out on Monday. So there was oh, a couple rough. of days wait. And the thing is with, with that was uh, on Friday, we were going on a field trip to where I don't remember where. I was in middle school at the time. So the idea, the the dream was that Pokemon Soul Silver comes in the mail on a, uh, on a Thursday. I get home from school and I play it. I get the Pokewalker. Pokewalker, by the way, was like this pedometer thing that came yeah. with with the uh, with the game. You put your Pokemon from Soul Silver, like you transfer them into the Walker, and you take it's like a little Tamagotchi thing, and it counts steps and it levels up your Pokemon. It was fucking cool. Anyway, they're very expensive the idea, now. Very expensive. Uh, I think I have them lying around. Their batteries have been dead forever. Did you take the batteries the, out? Fuck no, they're lithium batteries. Oh, okay. Oh, like the little no, that's still watch yeah. batteries. They're like the watch batteries. Could have leaked acid into the circuit boards. All I'm saying is that there was one of those batteries in the Sega Saturn I bought. Perfectly fine. <laughs> well, it's the Sega Saturn. It clearly uses higher quality parts than the Pokewalker. Yeah, of course. The uh, so anyway, how, how anyway, did sorry. your how did your field trip dream play out, Tech? The game did not come on Thursday. <laughs> so I spent the entire like day. Molding. I was so I I I I was low key. I was low key pissed that uh that Soul Silver did not come in time for me to play it on the bus to the field trip, and I couldn't use the Poke Walker uh while while walking around and whatever the fuck the field trip was. I don't even remember. I think it was like a planetarium. 
pretty cool. Planetariums uh, are sick. But when I got home that day, I checked the mail first thing. There it is. And the Soul Silver box, the Harkle and Soul Silver boxes, they never tried this hard again with these with these boxes because they yeah. they were in like they were in big boxes to fit the Poke Walker, like double sized DS boxes, and they had this they had this fucking what was it? They had this uh, texture to them. It made it feel like it, it made it feel premium, and it was because it was a sixty dollar game, I think, or no, it was fifty bucks. It was fifty bucks instead of the regular forty. For, it came uh, with the thing for the games and oh my god i wish i still had those fucking boxes because they one it's they're worth a fucking pretty penny second second off uh they just they feel so good and soul silver great ass game i love i love that game a lot it's not my favorite pokemon game but um but it's probably second for me I, I like to believe that this, like, one moment was, like, formative for tech and, like, losing this box was, like, I need to start buying and collecting things. Uh, the, the buying and collecting things comes from very early on as a kid uh, losing a lot of uh, Super Nintendo games that uh, I have uh, some of my earliest childhood memories with. And uh, that's why I, I, I love the Super Nintendo is because uh, I got... I got a Super Nintendo and I was like, I think seven or eight as a birthday gift from eBay. Uh, my mom got it for me with a bunch of, uh, with a bunch of like games that we used to have just like reforming the collection. That's why I have games like uh super adventure Island two And, uh, 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 super Castlevania four and stuff just from, just from, uh, Christmas gifts from whatnot. But yeah, so silver. It was, I mean, I still remember most of that day very vividly. Like, I, I spent the rest of the day playing that game. You you don't remember anything else about the game except the for the moments trip. where you're playing Pokemon. I don't Pokemon. remember the field trip. I all I gave a fuck about. The, the field trip was in the way, man. It was in Heart, the way. All I cared about was Soul Silver. Heart game, Gold and Soul it, Silver. I never, I never picked it up. It was like, uh, uh, I was just like, why would I, why would I want Heart Gold and Soul Silver? I, I already have. Gold and silver. Actually, I, yeah, I, because they're I had better. Crystal at the time, I don't know. Plus, heart, heart, gold, and soul silver. Didn't they get rid of uh, the good thing? Uh, the physical special split. No, it added. The or physical added special it. Split. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean. Yeah, that that's that that well, was the big appeal. Was, that's the was game you were playing the Gen two games with the Gen four mechanics. What I what I do remember though is when I got my copy of uh, Soul Silver. I Soul Silver um, Gang. Uh, that was when I lived on the farm. So I just had the Poke Walker and I would just walk like the property of the farm. <laughs> That's awesome. To, to get it up. Truly, truly the Pokemon Go of its time. Um, What else do you have? Tech, you have like a million things here. What, what else do you got? Um, I got, okay. I got Jambalaya downstairs. I'm so sorry, podcast listener. I'm just, I'm just really, I'm really excited for this Jambalaya. I'm trying to get through it. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, alright. So, well, this fucking thing. All right, this one loaded. All right, so, uh, from this this one comes from March thirteenth, twenty fifteen, and it is uh the director of Final Fantasy Type Zero, Hajime Tabata, formerly of Square Enix. He's discussing Tabata, you son of a bitch. Tabata, you son of a bitch. He's Tabata is a. Uh, 
Tabata is is what you could say a controversial figure when it comes to uh, Final Fantasy fans these days. And uh, th- this was back when I think he had a lot more goodwill. Um, yeah, it was before Final Fantasy fifteen Kings of Glaive. Yeah, it was before Final Fantasy fifteen anything. Uh, Type Zero was a, I believe it was a PS Vita game that uh that got a PS4 port that w- that was getting localized for the first time. Type O. Or no, I, I keep a, calling it Type O. It was a PSP game. It was a PSP game? Oh, okay, so it was a PSP game that got a remaster for the PS4. Um, I remember, like, not a lot of hype for this game, but um, enough hype that my brother bought it day one, mostly for the... Uh, it came with a demo of Final Fantasy XV, uh, episode Disque, I believe is what it was called. Uh, but yeah. More uh, like this game is gay. Yeah, this game. Oh. <laughs> Yo, nice. Uh, he. This is just an article where he's interviewed explaining like the meaning behind the name Type Zero. I mean, I'm and, I'm like I'm 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 thrilled to know what is the meaning. Oh, get all right. So get this. It's called Type Zero because we we incorporated the meaning of starting anew from zero. It was an expression of determination towards a series of its own, one that is both like and unlike Final Fantasy. It's not as like it's not out it's not as out there as gacked. No, it's not. But it's also it's it's a lot more uh tepid. We added AGCT in the K of Kojima to get gacked. Well it's like it's with, a lot- with type type zero, it's like that just seems like a very you know how like a lot of fan fictions and a lot of like early writing stuff is like they have their first chapter and it's called New Beginnings. <laughs> like Or like how uh, how our podcast first episode is episode zero. Well no, that's like cool though. We're cool when we do it. But Yeah, okay. Are we? We're very I, I'd, cool. I'd like to believe I'm cool. I have a, Are I have we a cool? junior high national wrestling t shirt on. How can I not be cool? Um I'm not gonna answer that. <laughs> um no, the uh yeah, the, the Type Zero stuff is like, it just seems like an extension of that. It's like, what things are alpha? What what thing is the beginning? How, what are the different wor- like ways we can say this is the start, you know? What I don't understand is like, it, 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 basically this is Final Fantasy Zero is what he's saying. So one, why Type Zero? I guess just to be cool. Uh, second off... Is is Type Zero really like Final Fantasy prides itself on being different with every entry? So it's like, I no, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna stop you right there, Chief. Okay, it doesn't. It does not. So many Final Fantasy games. As of recent, all right. There's eras. There's eras. You can. How can they be different if they all have Sid in them? Yeah, well, Sid's, a, Sid's a constant, like Chocobos and the magic and all that. You you answered his facetious question <laughs> yeah you know i have a hard time with that well i look final fantasy 10 is nothing like final fantasy 2 yes yes no yeah but i would say the recent <laughs> final fantasies have all been final like... fantasy 16 looks like it's nothing like 13 i just so... had like i just had an intrusive thought enter my 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 the core of my being I just we'll thought of it. Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy X-2, and Final Fantasy X-0. 
<laughs> well, you it, know about you know about ten two point five, right? Yeah, no? you know about the audio dramas, right? Oh, I'm talking about this. So, Final Fantasy ten two point five is a audio drama uh, uh, that was released in Japan. Uh, long story short, Titus dies in it because he, he and Yuna are he, he and uh, Yuna are stuck on an island, uh, and Titus sees a bomb roll up onto the beach. And he thinks it's a blitz ball, so he kicks it, and it explodes. <laughs> Wait, I've heard, th- I've heard this before. And I, sins back, yes. That, that's all you need to know. I've I don't know anything that before. else. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's canon. It's, it's canon? canon, yeah. That's, that's it's, the it's ending of Final Fantasy X. It's like the... The, the, this is where this is where like discussions of canon are become interesting because it's like most people who've played Final Fantasy X and X2 don't know about this, so it might as well not be canon. It's why I make sure to tell everybody who I know is like like it's like yeah I love Final Fantasy X. It's like you know about ten point two point five. It's very in character for Titus to fucking kill himself for Blitzball. No, it isn't. <laughs> God, I I can't. I was so mad when I heard about this. Oh god. Uh what else? You got some love- You got one more, right? Yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say about Type 0. Uh w- w- one more thing. Um Type 0 is apparently not a good game. Uh second off, it was originally called Final Fantasy Agito 13. Shoutouts to Air Gear. What uh what uh game or what what game console is it on? It's on the PS4. PSP, PS4. Oh, okay. It's on PSP and Modern. <laughs> modern. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sure you can get it for like the cheap. Um, all right, no, I was so... wondering if it was like a PS2 game or not. <laughs> no, no, you don't worry. No, you don't have to review this. It was uh, really bad motion blur as well. Yeah. So, yeah, here that's like a big problem with it. Anyway, uh, so Capcom in uh, March 18th, uh, 2009, they. Uh, they had announced that they were making DLC for uh, for Resident Evil Five. Um, now nowadays, this would probably be like th- this is just I think this just goes to show how much the culture has changed around DLC because when they announced this DLC back in the day, uh, Capcom was absolutely raked over the coals for for adding post launch DLC to Resident Evil Five. Uh, Nowadays, you you wouldn't get a second. We were literally talking about the Doom expansion pack. Doom expansion, Yuffie DLC, expansion like all DLC. This stuff. Yeah, and, like it's like it's nothing. Back then, though, like Capcom got super got tons of shit for this. Um, and they uh, <laughs> following an onslaught of fan gamer nerd rage. Christ, just more of that. Uh, just more of that classic think, games journalism. Thank you, Neo Seeker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Neo Seeker for these ones this time. I figured I'd, I'd branch out from IGN. Uh, basically, they had to say that, like, no, uh, yet, yes, the versus mode we are adding it uses stuff from that exists in the game, but it wasn't it wasn't like on disc. We had started working on it after the game launched or whatever. Uh, it it was. It was part of like a different plan. It wasn't like basically what they were trying to say is that they weren't working on this concurrently with the game and selling it later. And Um, Capcom was most likely lying about that. They were probably lying. Not going to lie. I mean, this is because then because this was following this, you had Street Fighter Cross Tekken 
Oh which boy. had all the DLC on disc and had all of those issues. Yes, the gems. Yeah. that's a this, whole other thing. Yeah, um, this is like the this this like news that you're talking about is like this is like the last like quiver of defiance from gamers. It kind of is, where it's cause, like because we're we're exiting like at the time of like like uh, Resident Evil Five Xbox 360, we're like exiting the era where the disc is all you get and we're like entering like a new age of gaming where it's like we have like a dlc store that you you buy things like on the console and you download it from like the internet onto the console Mm -hmm. or you go out and you buy like you buy a disc that adds things onto your game because you've got like a hard drive now and it's like this this is like this is like a very liminal period for for gamers and they're very angry and sweaty um, and rightfully so, honestly. Righteous fury, you could say. If only they knew. If you went back to like <laughs> tell a and person, you explained the FIFA shit to them. Yeah. Like if you explained any of this stuff to anyone, they'd just be like, "What? What? What happened? How do we? I fix don't get this? it. I boycotted the horse armor. Yeah. The this is really like like." This this is a really good argument against pay with, or uh, vote with your wallet because like that shit did not work. That was a big thing that was said back then, and man, it's, people still say vote with your wallet. I know they say it, and it's stupid. It doesn't mean it's, it's a really it's it it's kind of a hand wavy argument. It's if you dismissive. Ask me. It's dismissive of the core issues that that yeah. like people have with certain things. They're like, oh, why are you complaining? Why don't you just like not complain, bro? <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to have fun here, all right? Just vote with your wallet, don't buy it. It's like, "Oh my god, I won't I'm not going to buy it, but I'm also I I can also complain about it online." Yeah. It But you really think somebody would do that? Go on the internet and complain? <laughs> yeah, we've been doing it for played. 2 hours. Uh all right, but all right, all right. there's actually more to the story because th- this is like another thing you will not see these days. Uh, someone from Capcom actually re- responded to the uh, backlash like more personally. <laughs> uh, I think you will see it, but it's just from like indie devs. And yeah, not from yeah, like you, Capcom. You, yeah, you'll you'll see like Stadia devs talk about this, <laughs> but you won't see you won't see someone representing Capcom call call uh, the complaining about DLC BS. Which is pretty PG, but still, I was like, he's like, he said what? So I, so he, um, all right, let, let me let me grab this guy's name, uh, Christian Svensson. Uh, at the time, he was the VP of Strategic Planning and Business Development. Uh, he went to the official Capcom forums where people were, as we can probably agree, I'd say rightfully complaining about the DLC for Resident Evil Five. Um, so Sven, uh, made a little post here explaining, explaining kind of being, as far as I can tell, fairly transparent about what's going on, uh, behind the scenes for Resident Evil 5. Basically he says that, uh, these claims that the DLC was being worked on, he's basically just repeating the Capcom statement where it's, where it's like, this is being released, uh, or being made after the fact. But just then, uh, probably just in, in more words, basically. Uh, but yeah, it's just um, 
it's just interesting to me that he would go to the forums. I, I guess Capcom is probably a little more hands-on with uh with their fans at least in this way like uh what they have that matt walker guy these days right and he's uh well that's the like the biggest difference is like these people like hire like public public relations people yeah now you don't have like 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 director of analyst video game yeah this is not a pr guy doing this like it's it's like an actual person who is like trained and understands like how to mitigate bad press instead of like john video game being like you don't like that i made this decision in my video game how dare you it's also interesting that he's that this uh this statement comes from the capcom forums it's not like uh it it seems a little more like uh off the off the grid than like an official Capcom statement. Yeah. So I I, I don't think they do that. The Capcom at least they they probably just take it to Twitter or something. Or one hundred percent. They wouldn't talk about I, it at I all because no one cares. I also like the end of this Neo Seekers post uh, <laughs> that that you have linked in here where they're like, so there you have it. There is no conspiracy. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it, just, or just the, like the, it, in the second one, um, it's the same author. Uh, one Miss Lydia sung. Uh, she's like, "Lesson of the day: Don't mess with Capcom, or they'll six vent on you." Jay, uh, it's just so like pithy, right? It's yeah. So <laughs> it's, there's just something like that, that just warms my heart. I don't know. How is is Lydia sung? All right, so this is actually a pretty common name. No, no. <laughs> Uh, all right. I actually no. I want to see if Christian Svensson is still even in the games industry. If not at Capcom. All right. It appears he has a Twitter account. Oh, uh, he is the head of global portfolio at PlayStation. He works at Sony now. Cool. You fuck. Maybe he'll Give be me Evo back. Maybe, maybe he'll be the next Mister Wizard. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that, Mr. Spencer. Uh, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I honestly half expected him to uh, be not in the games industry anymore. I don't know why. But uh, yeah. he has a PS5, apparently. Oh, <laughs> cool. uh, no. It's just a dual sense. He just posted a picture of a dual sense. Oh. You, you, you bought a PS5 today, didn't you? I'm glad we get to talk about this. At the end of the podcast, yeah, um, you bought it from. You already mentioned it a little earlier, followed, a little bit. You... I offhanded mentioned it, but uh, it, uh, yeah, Walmart. Uh, I did the I did the tabby trick, the tabby trick of uh of of the lists thing. It didn't work. <laughs> hmm. uh, uh, whatever I would, I, I tried for like an hour. I was basically trying for an hour and a half because Walmart would do does this thing where they they send in stock of the PS5 every ten minutes. And uh, I kept trying it, and every single time I could get to, the, I, I pressed the add the cart button. It fucking, it would just, it would just be like, oh, it's a stock, or it wouldn't, it just like wouldn't load fast enough. I was super yeah. pissed, and I was also, uh, I was also working. I was at my job doing this, so I'm like, what are you talking about? You're a full time podcaster. Yeah, true. Uh, Patreon.com slash we don't have one. Uh, yeah, no, no Patreon. No, no page. Do not pay us. The uh, so so I'm like I'm trying to multitask, fucking cleaning floors and trying to get a PlayStation Five, and uh, it's 
like at the end of my shift at 4.30, right before it, it, there's, there's another PS5 stock drop that's about to happen. I, um, I, instead of clocking out for work, I'm, I am hovered. I am in the Walmart app. I have, <laughs> I installed the Walmart fucking app. Uh, I did this, I did this little trick for the gamers at home looking to buy a PS5. I had the, uh, the page open from the last time they did a stock drop where the add to cart button was still selectable. And one, like as soon as it hit 4:30, I fucking spammed the add to cart, and it eventually pulled through. And when it when it when it let me add the fucking thing to the cart, I time stood still. I was sweating bullets, <laughs> like terrified. It was going to it was going to go out of stock because I didn't have my payment information, like oh, like no. just pre saved in. And it doesn't it doesn't lock it in your cart either. It doesn't lock it in my like like it could it could have been snatched from my fucking from my grimy fingers from my from my salad fingers if I if I wasn't fast enough, but I was with like four percent of my phone battery left. I ordered <laughs> a PlayStation Five. It's coming on the ninth. Oh no! Imagine if you added it to your cart and your phone died. Oh jeez, it would have been so bad. It would have been fate. It would have just been fate. Um, they haven't charged me yet. They they charge uh, they didn't when it charged me for like a day or two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, that's cool. They, they 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 wait to charge in case they got any overstocks, so they don't have to refund people because that costs them more. I'm very happy that like buying a PlayStation Five has become like a subculture. It sucks. <laughs> like fuck off. <laughs> Like it's it's like it's like the little dregs below just just clamoring for their PlayStation Five, and then there's the the platform descended beings above just looking down upon the dregs, hoping that they'll be able to reach the heights that they've reached one day. More like more like dreglings. Welcome, welcome <laughs> because to because I'm gonna be tech. playing Demon Souls. I call it Soulless. Do you, do you not need to buy games for it. You know that, right? You don't uh, even get it, bug snacks. It comes with Astrobot. Are you gonna get Are you gonna get Demon Souls for seventy dollars? Uh, Tabby sold it to me for forty. Oh, cool! I've had it for like two weeks. I had huh. I got two copies of it on accident. They were both. Oh, gifts. I thought you were about to tell me you spent one hundred and forty dollars. Uh, I think that's it's a good time to wrap it up. What What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that's good. I think it's good. Thank you all for listening to uh, Journalism Not Guaranteed. Uh, we hope to have you on next week. Not as guests, but as listeners on this maiden voyage on our on our cringe boat. It's a it's a boat, right? I still yeah, haven't seen I still yeah, haven't seen safety not guaranteed. I watched on, on the Sony PlayStation 5. You wouldn't even know.